Welcome to Dissecting This Fiction, a podcast where we discuss the latest in movies, TV, and games. Because we are always DTF, and you should be too. I'm your host, Steven. And I'm your co-host, Jessica. And in case you missed the Super Bowl, Shakira gobbled like a turkey on stage. One of the two teams ended up winning. And as always, the commercials were random as fuck. You are welcome for this recap. Yeah, random but not good. I feel like it was a bad commercial year. It was a lower tier of yeah. commercials. I'd we, say there were some good there ones. There were some decent ones. There wasn't amazing ones. It wasn't like, oh my god. It was like, oh, ha ha ha, that's funny, and then move on. I think the problem is, like the last, I want to say, five, maybe plus years. Okay. I feel like companies have gone with this weird strategy of let's just make some fucking weird shit mm-hmm. and then slap our label on it at the end. Yeah. Rather than true. have any relevance to the product itself. That's a good point. You know, we always joke about like car commercials. Yeah. What you think is going to be like an Oscar winning picture. Oh, no, it's a, it's a Lincoln commercial? Okay. Yeah. Like, What's this comedy going to be? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's Volkswagen. Yeah. There's one that's like, uh, oh, we're always there. We're families there like a million times. And then it's like a car commercial. I can't remember the car uh, brand. That might be Lincoln. I don't know. It might be. But I was like, wait, what? <laughs> the first time I saw that. And then every time I see it now, I get mad. Yeah. Because I think it's stupid. M. Knight's just directing car commercials now. Yeah. Or maybe he's not. And that's the twist. And that's the problem. That's the twist. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that probably is it. <laughs> Same book, different page, apparently, is what we are on. Mm-hmm. Seems that way. <laughs> or would it be same page, different books? I mean, they're two different issues, so... I'm going with same page, different books. Okay. I feel like it's more of a different page, same book situation. Okay. <laughs> this is an unnecessary discussion. <laughs> Well, I think we should write a stern letter to each other, mm-hmm. giving our side okay. of the situation, uh-huh. and we'll just read them to each other later on. Yeah. That seems like something people would want to listen to. Not on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta pay for that. that gotta. This is gonna be like an exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we can't be giving that kind of shit for free. Yeah. But what we can give for free mm-hmm. is our opinions on the commercials. Yeah, we are about to do a lot of that for free. Well, we've already done some of it. Yeah. That was a sample. Here's yeah. the here's, here's the actual. Yeah. Here's the main course. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So, I mean, it sounds like you overall weren't that impressed with these commercials. No, I wasn't. <laughs> okay. Well, valid I mean, point. Valid look, point. There were there were some that were funny, like, but I, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Just, well, do you have? Give me your top three that were the best of, I guess, the worst. The best of the worst. Well, I mean, it sounds like they were all bad to you. So yeah. give me the the uh, least bad, I guess. Yeah. What, well, what were your favorites of whatever it was? Uh, well, so I guess my favorite three would probably... I, I enjoyed the Cheetos commercial. I thought that was hilarious to have MC Hammer actually in a commercial again for the first time in, like, who the fuck knows how long. Yeah, and he went through like a bunch of bankruptcy. Yeah, like, he had a lot didn't of problems. Then he go to like prison for like. I feel like, yeah. I some kind of like fraud, <laughs> he tax had a lot fraud of or some shit. Yeah, I think that's accurate. Mr. Hammer is like 
definitely showing his age. Absolutely, yes. He, he like, was not able to do the... He was uh, struggling with that shuffle. The, the, the shuffle thing he does. Yeah. yeah. It's like, everybody will be able to touch you. Yes. <laughs> you are moving too slow. Yeah. <laughs> That's not wrong. Um, I also, I enjoyed it because I like hot Cheetos. Yeah, so I figured, there was, I can, a, I I figured can, there was a bias there. I can relate to that. Having fucking Cheeto dust all over your fingers. Yeah. Now you're just going to do it all the time. Yeah, so I can't do things. Yeah. It's a good strategy. Although I did see somebody... Who was it? I saw somebody was eating fucking hot Cheetos with chopsticks, which is genius. Yeah, I guess. Because then you don't get shit on your fingers. Because yeah. that shit stays. Like, it'll get in your nails. Yeah. And, like, it won't go away. Like, you yeah. have to take a full-on, like, long shower for it to go away. Mm. Not just a simple washing of the hands. You'll have pink fucking... You have to use, like, lavender salt. <sighs> no. Yeah. Seems like that was shade. It's sugar, by the way. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, I I thought the it was disturbing and uncomfortable, but it was pretty decent. The Rocket Mortgage commercial, <laughs> seeing the whole uh, Jason Momoa removing his bulk situation <laughs> was really gross and upsetting. Yeah. But it was a pretty decent. Like I'm gonna remember that commercial. Yeah. So I guess it worked. Mm. Yeah. Um. And the whole balding thing the, with the, the little long hair and the balding on top. And mm-hmm. no, it was just, whew, it was rough. You know who he reminded me of? Who? Uh, one of the members of uh, Apocalypse. Oh, fuck, what's that cartoon? Oh, Metalocalypse? Metalocalypse, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yes. you're right. the, the redhead one. The, okay. the bass player, I think he is. Okay. He reminded me of that character. Okay. Like, just the way he looked. Got it. Because he was balding with the long hair. Yeah. And, like, the scruff and... You know what I also Hella scrawny. Like, he's not, like, obviously ethnically the same race as them, but the McPoyles. Okay. I feel like he had a McPoyle vibe because he's very scrawny and, like, the yeah, gross... Yeah, that's true. They are not Atlanteans. <laughs> that is true. They're, like, super white and he's clearly... Well, that's because they drink so much milk. Yeah. I guess if he started drinking more milk, he would look like a McPoyle. Yeah. Maybe. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, the commercial was really upsetting. I didn't like it, but And that's I, a perfect example of, like, <laughs> let's just throw something fucking weird yeah. and then put our label at the I end. I was not okay with it, but I thought it was fairly, like, it was fairly good as a commercial because I'm gonna fucking remember it. Yeah. So. Um, but did he do himself a disservice? Now women are gonna be, like, not attracted to him. No. Because they can't unsee that, even though it's not real. <laughs> At least I am assuming it's not. Yeah, I did watch. Get it. it really is that, and he's just <laughs> and he's just like trolling everyone. That's why he's like slightly smiling. He's like reverse thing. psychology. They'll never expect it is real. Yeah, uh, my coworker texted me like right after that. She's like, "Oh my god, did you see that commercial? I can't handle it." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's pretty gross." Yeah. Um, and then the other one I kind of enjoyed. I don't think it was anything incredible, but it was kind of funny. Uh, was the uh, smart talk situation but it was a little bit ruined for me because i'd already seen it before the super bowl yeah that one was that was wicked good Mm, was it yeah (laughs) i don't really give a shit about hyundai though so i had no reason like it's not gonna make me go buy the product at all but i did enjoy the little comedy bits that they did yeah it was very uh curb your enthusiasm ish with the conversation like curb your enthusiasm in an snl sketch yeah or even it's always sunny in Philly, actually. You could... Yeah, that's true. It could have been that. It's always sunny in Boston. I guess it just chalked up to it was just really fun banter. Yes. Okay. It was fun just watching them have their weird conversation. Yeah. Yeah. 
But um, it didn't. It I wasn't think it would have been even better if I knew who that football player was. Apparently, that guy that leaned out a window was a player. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I can, well, I'm, yeah. I just heard what's his name say, Yabignus, or. I think you <laughs> just had to know he was somebody important who yeah. was from the area. I was like, well, I assume he's important, but I didn't know who he was, so I'm sure it would have been better if I knew him as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was entertaining. Why don't you tell me your three favorites? Okay. I'll have to start with the Walmart ad. Yeah. Not that I'm a passionate Walmart shopper. Try to avoid it if I can. But I really enjoyed the random ass franchise characters used doing all their pickup shopping. Yeah. I thought it was just a fun, playful thing. And it yeah. actually was relevant to the brand and product, or like a service in this sense. That's true. Yeah. So it actually made sense as a commercial. That's so a good point, yeah. That made it. That one was decent. They gave it more points in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that one. And fuck, Mars Attacks? Bring that, that, that back. Was, that was a deep cut. I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Where's that remake mm-hmm. or just sequel? Mm-hmm. Imagine what they could do with the CGI now. Mm-hmm. That was like, what, late 90s if I, I'm, I remember? So. I don't even know. Maybe I'm making that completely up and it was like in the 2000s. But man, we should watch that sometime. 96. 96? Mm-hmm. Okay. We should watch that sometime. I'm super down for that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was one of my favorites. Uh, I'd say I really enjoyed the Pringles Rick and Morty commercial, even though I haven't watched the entire show. I've only seen, like, bits and, you know, episodes of, I think, season one. Yeah. Um, But I need to get to that at some point. The voices just really get to me sometimes. Right. Uh, But I really enjoyed how they played into what that show is as a commercial for Pringles and it kind of like worked it felt like it was like product placement on a new level yeah it was a basically an episode like a short episode of that show you know it worked in that context so that was really clever uh and then finally just because I'm a big fan of Charlie Day and you know the whole it's always sunny kind of feel Tide Laundry Later or whatever the hell the uh campaign was where Tide Pods or just Tide yeah, 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 yeah. But it was the theme was like laundry later or something. Yeah, I think is what they were saying. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed that, especially that it was like a multi-layer commercial where yeah, it was kind of a story that they told throughout the Super Bowl. So right. like they'd come out with the next section over over the period of the three hours or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then fucking crazy, they had Budweiser in there. Mm-hmm. Which was weird, because... Yeah, it was a Tide commercial, and then they had Budweiser in it. Yeah. And then later on, there was a Budweiser commercial where they kind of call back to the Tide connection. Yeah, it's... Which I thought was really clever. It's interesting to see the the parent companies really kind of combining ads. Yeah, and I think we saw that with other commercials, too, Mm -hmm. where they threw all their brands together Mm -hmm. into one commercial. It's like they're making, like, a extended commercial universe yeah they're like why choose one product let's just choose five and make it all tied together (laughs) like (laughs) yeah pretty clever how they've been doing some of the bigger things with Mm -hmm. some of these commercials not just so much like here's the one product here's our brand right um so i thought those were the best overall there was some that were almost like yeah it was fine it's whatever yeah a lot of what you expected Mm -hmm. i did have one that I really thought was just trash. Yeah. <laughs> Which one was that? <laughs> uh, the avocado. Oh. I, I, it was just to sell avocados? It was just yeah. like, hey, go eat an avocado? Like, yeah. I, 
it just I felt like they were trying to be bad as a joke, but it was just bad. I don't know. It just it yeah, felt like that. they were trying too hard mm-hmm. to like make it weird and funny, and it yeah. just wasn't. It was just weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, no, nah, I'm good. I never really had a thing against avocados before, but now I kind of do. Now you do. Well, it was only avocados from Mexico, so. Yeah, okay. You can not hate the other avocados. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll embrace the other avocados, and then yeah. I'll just put walls around those ones. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> you know, part of the border wall fell down, and the lot, there was like a... What? Apparently it was built so poorly that... What, it, like, did China make it? I don't know. Probably, yeah. I saw that in the news, like, a couple days ago. It was like, portion of border wall falls down, and it fell into the Mexico side. Oh. So now we can't even, they can't even, like, get it back or whatever. Oh, my God. Hilarious. Anyway, sorry. So they're going to, like, scrap it and then make something. Yeah, probably. <laughs> anyway. Somebody benefited from the yeah. the tax dollars of yeah, the U.S. Yeah, like, cool, we can build a house out of all this. Money. Yeah, right? Um, I hated one of them more than that. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I know which one you hated. Do you? I'd love to hear it. Kind of what, what I'm curious which one you think I hate. Well, I don't want to say until you say yours because I don't uh, want. I hum- promise I'll be honest if it's what I think it is. The hummus one. Okay, not at all what I thought. What did you think it was going to be? Uh, Quibi. Oh, that was terrible. But it wasn't bad for a commercial. Like, I liked. I thought it was a very funny gimmick for selling the service yes. of what it is. I acknowledge. Yes, it, it gave the the consumer a clear. Understanding yeah. of what their service is. I, yeah, I don't. I don't hate on it as a commercial. I hate on it as a service. Gotcha. Yeah, the commercial wasn't bad. Yeah, as soon as I saw that, and he like said something about, "I'll be there in a quibby." Yeah, I was like, as he said that, I looked at you and I was like, "I was like so annoyed." Yeah. Is she gonna get mad? Yeah, I did. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Uh, no, I thought the hummus one was super dumb because they were like, "I must," blah blah blah. Like they like made something up. No one fucking says I must. Like, I use hummus? That's what they're going for? I think, I, yeah, they were trying it's to. It's not hard. a thing. And I don't know if they were trying yeah. to make it a thing. I didn't even know what the commercial was at first. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I didn't know either. Again. <laughs> and I guess I'm out of the loop. Ric Flair's not dead. Uh, the, he was like the first person in the commercial. Yeah. The like, woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wrestler? Yeah. Well, I mean. Like, I thought he was dead as of like, a, like within the last year or so. Oh. I mean, I didn't know that. No, I mean, I mean clearly I, he's I, not. I didn't hear that, I guess is what I meant to say. <laughs> I kind of, I can see. Well, if you think so, he must be dead. Well, I mean, what's her name? Charlotte Flair still did that, like, in the stupid uh, Royal Rumble thing. So, yeah, I imagine, her being alive must mean no, that he's dead. No, I feel like if he had died recently, she might not be making, like, emotion. Like, I don't know. Well, I mean, within the last year. I don't know. Whatever. I, I anyway, mean, clearly, clearly he's, not. he's not dead. And I didn't, I never heard that he was. So yeah. I don't know where he got that. This is like the opposite of Tom Petty. Yeah. What? I didn't know he had died for the longest time. That's because we were out of the country. I know. Happened. But like, I didn't know. And then I saw a commercial and they referenced Tom Petty doing some, I think it was like a New Year's thing or some shit. Right? And I was like, well, these fucking yeah. idiots. I was like, yeah. legitly mad. Because yeah. they didn't know that he was not dead. Turns out he was. <laughs> it's I was out of the loop. Yeah, you were the problem. Okay, so there were rumors spreading all around last May that Ric Flair was declared brain dead. Around last May. Uh, okay. But And then, I mean, as a result, that would mean you'd die, obviously. Um, oh, gotcha. I was yeah. going to say, like, yeah, he, he probably isn't that smart He's of a probably person. not that smart, yeah. No, I think <laughs> usually when you're declared brain dead, you it's like... 
then somebody has to pull a plug type situation. Gotcha. Uh, so uh, was the, there any reference to for what reason he would be in a situation of potential brain death? No, it just said a medical emergency, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so, maybe like a stroke or something? Maybe. I don't know. Um, anyway, he obviously didn't die and it was all rumors. Okay. Well, I guess I just never followed up on the initial headline. It's on Snopes, so it probably was just like a bunch of rumors flying around and you're mm. like, okay, and moved on. Cause it, I don't even think I even saw an article. I think I just saw people saying it. Yeah, that makes sense. That's usually how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't care enough to look into it, so yeah, I just, ex- exactly. It was it doesn't like affect your day. I was like, oh, the woo guy. Okay, the woo guy <laughs> at his funeral. <laughs> woo! <laughs> Somebody gives like his eulogy, and at the end, <laughs> he just like woo out of the out of the coffin. <laughs> oh, Everyone man. freaks out that he's alive. I hope he hears this. They open like... the door. They're just like a recording speaker yeah. going. And yeah. they get hello depressed again that yeah. he's still dead. I feel like he should listen to this and then actually record that and do that because it would be a hella good troll. I'm sure he is listening. Yeah. Especially since he's not dead. Yeah. He's probably saying, woo, right now. Yeah. He's just cheering <laughs> us on from his chair. Well, <laughs> on that note. Yeah. Should we uh, get into our content for this week? Yeah, I guess. Let's get into our gaming news. Well, I will start. We've got the Taipei Game Show actually postponed the show uh, due to coronavirus. Um, we kind of briefly touched on coronavirus last week. I'm sure it's still in the news everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so this game show actually attracts over 320,000 visitors every year. It was supposed to be held February 6th through the 9th. And this is in Taiwan? In Taipei, Taiwan, yes. Yeah, okay. And, uh... It was February 6th through 9th. Correct. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, it's like this week. Very soon, yeah. Um, So, I guess they originally sent out a precaution list to attendees with guidelines, uh, which said they were going to be taking temps at the entrances. And And that's like a huge red flag right there. I know, right? Uh, Could you pull your pants down? We need to... (laughs) We need to check your temperature. Can't you just... Can't you just put on my tongue? Mm, No. We need to be sure. We need to be sure. We're all about that butt life. Yeah. So, uh, and the other thing was they were supposed to, masks were to be worn at all times during the event. Yeah. Which To be is, fair, there'd probably be a lot of cosplayers wearing masks anyways. Right, so yeah. But, no sweat off that one. But, actually, the masks that everybody's promoting wearing are not helpful. If anything, they hurt you. Because they gather more germs on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just coming from a healthcare perspective, but but I think the point of the mask is to prevent you from drinking Coronas. Oh, to further <laughs> infect yourself. Right, right, right. With okay. the virus. Well, if that's the case, then yeah, I, guess. I mean, they should have just not had Coronas. Yeah, they could have on just, hand in Taiwan to begin with. They could have just said the official drink for the tai- Taipei Game Show is not Corona. Yeah. It is Modelo. Modelo. <laughs> I'm not gonna um. Modelo you again. <laughs> yeah. It's not going to be Corona this year. Yeah. So um, they sent out those warnings, and then the next morning they were like, JK, uh, it's yeah. postponed. It? <laughs> JK. Subject, JK. <laughs> JK, LOL. Um, <laughs> the event was postponed until the summer. Um, so that's crazy. Um, just uh, 
to give some perspective for people, there have been uh, 17,205 infected or cases, uh, confirmed cases of this novel coronavirus with 361 deaths as of the 2nd of February. And um, just for comparison's sake, if anybody remembers SARS, that was considered to be uh, just under 10% mortality rate. And this novel coronavirus is so far showing around 2%. So it's little it's less deadly but it has a lot more case a lot more deaths already because the but how long was the SARS an issue for because this has only been a thing for like what like a month we'll say I know right that's what I'm saying Maybe. like so far so those numbers could definitely change because so if this anything is the that early could be stages. rapidly bad that because the first case was reported on December 31st I believe uh, okay so yeah we're we're about yeah yeah I don't remember how long SARS was for but I heard about it for a while so it was probably a, long, a lot longer than that but it's yeah, already, I feel like it was in the news for a long time. It's already surpassed um, SARS as far as the number of deaths. So, um, but it has a lot more cases as well. Hmm. So, uh, I think SARS only had a total number of like three forty something for the extent of that like outbreak. So, yeah, there's potential for this one to become a quote unquote pandemic, according to media and all that. But um, mo- pretty much all travel to and from China has been halted. Um, and people are being closely monitored. I think we have, uh, if I'm not wrong, 11 cases in the U.S. Wow. It might be six. I think it's six, actually. That's just that they know of. That, they, that they're confirmed cases. That There's a lot be... of other people with pending testing. but. Um, so I assume they're all being isolated? Yeah, and then, so out of, uh, I think I read something that was like, of the 11 cases, oh, this is the, about, about the Taipei one, I think. Maybe it's in the U.S. The total U.S. cases, I think it was nine, which who had directly been in contact with Wuhan, China, the origin point that people have decided or determined, and the other two were in close contact. They were related to one of those people, so it's basically communicable by close close contact. Okay, yeah. so just stay away from all people. Yeah. Keep a distance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, uh, and wash your fucking hands. Yeah, this and your thing. butt. Wash your hands, sneeze into your elbow. You're going to need to wash your butt so they can put and... that thermometer in there anyway. <laughs> yeah, so. make sure you don't have a dirty butthole when yeah. they go to temp you. <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot to put the cover on the first person. <laughs> I forgot to wipe, are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> Loophole how to not get tested. Okay. I could pull my pants down, but the poop might fall out. <laughs> You really want to deal with that with yeah. all of this coronavirus fever going around? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's uh, some scary shit. I know we're joking around, but yeah, all seriousness, that's some scary shit. And literally, I guess shit. <laughs> In the butt. Yeah. Uh, in the butt. That's very specific. <laughs> well, you know, thermometer in the butt. We yeah. We're going there. Uh, but that's really like good that they chose to postpone this. Yeah. Just for like health reasons, and I believe they're even potentially going to be taking a loss because oh, I'm sure I'm sure they have to pay on the location and all yeah, that I'm stuff. Yeah, sure they have a lot of stuff all uh, like, And I think they even gave a, if I'm correct, they gave out like within that that postponement email that there would be further information on their site regarding people wanting to withdraw from the event altogether. And refunds oh, okay. if they apply for, you know, I'm sure it's going to be depending on the situations. Yeah. But there's already, you know, media groups that were just, nah, we're not going to go. Yeah. 
to begin with and then yeah one of the they postponed it yeah. after that and yeah so it's probably for the better to not have enormous gatherings there were a couple of other like big conference type events that were canceled or postponed that were in supposed to be in taipei as well yeah yeah not related to pop culture of course like, gotcha. it was like a medical conference ironically yeah. Well, I mean, I guess in the summer it looks like we'll see a potential yeah. rescheduling. I guess that depends on whether this gets taken care of or Yeah. Uh It's interesting because I wonder if they if they had things they were supposed to announce at this conference the show that were gonna come out before it ends up being rescheduled for. Uh, I I it's probably not. I mean, but. not to devalue Taiwan, but I don't think they're gonna give out any big announcements. Okay. At this event, it's more just a. Isn't um, maybe more like locally. Isn't like esports relevant. pretty big in Asia? Yeah. I assume there might be some pretty big esports stuff going on there, but I could be just making that. Well, up. that's probably true, but I mean, esports isn't in the grand scheme big in the industry. It's just right, growing. It's, still growing, it's yeah. growing fast, but it's still not. It's still a niche market. Right. Right. Okay. Um, but I think wasn't there uh something about ESPN was going to start doing esports at some point. I'm not surprised if that's true, since it's supposedly going to be in the Olympics. Oh, right. We, we talked about that. Don't even get me started. Yeah. We, we already got started months ago. <laughs> I'm still going. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, speaking of things that are still going, <laughs> potentially, yeah. hopefully, although this is technically speculation, so it's not concrete, but... Uh, Metroid Prime 4 was announced back in like 2017, I think it was, E3. Uh-huh. Everyone shit themselves because they wanted this thing for the longest time. And all we got was like a logo, I mm-hmm. guess. Uh, we didn't get anything else. Had a Nintendo, just a logo. But that was enough to get everybody hyped. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some like hiccups with that. Uh, they were kind of dormant for a while. We had no real info on the game. Wasn't going to be done by Retro Studios, which made the other games. Then something went down where they decided they weren't confident with what they had, and they basically scrapped the game mm-hmm. and brought in Retro Studios to help create the game again. Okay. So I guess what we're going to get is not what originally was planned. Yeah. Uh, so we have no clue when this game's coming out. It, I mean, they pretty much started it again, like I think it was about a year ago. So... But to catch up to this news, uh, Retro Studio has hired a dev from games like Battlefield and Mirror's Edge. And I think he worked on Black Ops, the original Call of Duty game and stuff. He's worked on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, They hired him for a position art director, I believe it was. Creative art director. Okay. Uh, And I think this has been up on their site for over a year or so. Yeah, position. Wow. Uh, but that doesn't mean anything they could always just need that position but it's not like it's urgent it's just yeah for the overall you know grand scheme long-term plans i don't know how i'm gonna say this name um johnny lejunstead johnny yunstead yeah sounds good to me okay (laughs) basically been brought in so uh it's not necessarily for metroid prime 4 but because retro is secretly working on something and they're also helping with this supposed game it's just implied that it might be for this game gotcha it's more wishful thinking from everybody right. because they want this game but we're not going to see this game for probably a good couple years at least unfortunately mm-hmm. uh anyways so a little bit of rumblings i guess for metroid on the switch no i was just remembering 
I was like trying to think of that game because obviously I haven't played it, but <clears throat> that's the one you were playing at the cabin the first time we went there, basically, with Samus. That's Metroid. Metroid. Uh, Super Metroid, I think. Super that Metroid. was Super okay. Nintendo one. My brother okay. had. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so Metroid Prime is, they made like a, like, I don't know if you'd call it a reboot. It's just like an alternate okay. version of Metroid that's 3D first person based. Oh, okay. Uh, still has the same mechanics of the item collecting to go open up areas and loop around. And right. Open up doors and all that stuff and. It still has the same core of Metroid, but it's labeled the Metroid Prime. Gotcha. Um, Actually, I think I have the first and the second one on GameCube. They came out on GameCube. Okay. And then I think they did a port or something for the Wii. And now everybody wants them for the Switch. Right. And I think everybody was hoping for that. Mm -hmm. Then the last year or two, people were expecting that at some of these announcements at E3 or something. It just hasn't happened. Okay. Um, I think it's still rumored, but yeah, they're, they're really popular games. Very solid for taking something like Metroid and making it 3D and gotcha and current gen tone. Yeah. I mean, as current, I guess, as GameCube is. Right. <laughs> but we do have some rumors about uh, Resident Evil, actually. Do we? Yes. Uh, not three, not the remake that I'm excited for. Okay. As far as we know, that's still on on plan to come out in March, and mm-hmm. it, damn well better. Yeah. I know everything's getting like delayed this year so far, yeah. so I'm like, don't you fucking do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Especially with none of those games coming out at that time, I can have this to play, you know. Yeah. Uh, so we have rumors about Resident Evil Eight, actually. Uh, the you know next installment of the mm-hmm. main franchise. None of this is official. It's just based off uh, reports or something that somebody who's typically good with leaking information. Right. Or not necessarily leaking, but just... Finding. Finding yeah. information. Yeah. Uh, so the, the report suggests that Capcom will continue the first person aspect that came into Resident Evil 7. Okay. Uh, which is fine. It, it, it was kind of interesting. I, I would like to have it where you could jump in and out of first and third. That would be, a, I think, a lot more fun. Right. Because uh, I enjoy the more modern over-the-shoulder. And returning protagonist, Ethan Winters, which is the main guy you play as in the game. Okay. But being first person, it's very... It's not so personal. You know, you don't okay. feel like you're connected to the character much like you are with the other games. Because it's just like, you never see their face. Right. Because you. you are their character. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then also Chris Redfield, which is... A staple of the Standard, Resident Evil franchise, yeah. and he yeah. was actually in some DLC for the Resident Evil Seven game. So that would make sense if that's the case that they would bring him in because they did tie it all together mm-hmm. uh, later at the end of that game. Oh, I feel like I'm watching, watching you play that part. Mm-hmm. Okay. And okay, so also zombies have kind of taken a back burner to the franchise as of late. Mm-hmm. But the rumors are that zombies will be making a return, which I really hope so, because okay. it's like, how the fuck do you have Resident Evil without zombies? Yeah. That's just not a thing. Yeah. That's like doing something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Is it like doing something stupid? <laughs> I was trying to think of something. I was like, ah, too much pressure. <laughs> on top of that, uh, there's rumors that they will introduce a wolf-like enemy instead of the molded, which were like the new enemy type of Resident Evil 7 in place of zombies. Okay. So werewolves, I guess, ish. Okay. I mean, they've pretty much done everything but that, so sure, why not, I guess, if that's what... That's what you gotta do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
and then a phantom female monster that will stalk you. Which, so, if this is all accurate, then this does make sense. It falls in line with their style because werewolves would be kind of, it, it feels to me like it's more like going to the Resident Evil 4 tone mm-hmm. where it's more of a European backdrop. Uh, and then phantom female monster that stalks you is kind of like every fucking thing they've done so far. Mr. X and Resident yeah. Evil 2, Nemesis and Resident Evil 3. You know, it's just It's just a tyrant. female, it's a female this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They they gender swapped the yeah. the virus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of what they do. They they have like a a, a main antagonist kind of creature that looms in the background and you either play multiple boss battles against them throughout the game or they come in and out of hallways and chase you down and you have to get away or Gotcha. I mean you saw Or they just like smack zombies Resident in the 2 face and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, like <laughs> exactly what you do in Resident Evil 2. You, yeah. You're constantly being harassed and mm-hmm. stalked by uh, Mr. X. So, uh, yeah, I mean, these are all rumors, but wouldn't be a shock. Yeah. They're all pretty in line. So they're either a really safe guess by whoever or, you know, it's Capcom. Right. <laughs> uh, and then also last they had uh, suggested that the title will not include the number eight. Mm. And it might be considered... A soft reboot, I guess. Okay. Um, which you could argue number seven was a reboot-ish yeah. by what they did. And I might just kind of go to the, the standard of having the title without numeric mm-hmm. sequels. Because that's kind of what it seems companies do now with mm-hmm. movies and games and all that. They don't stick to the numbers much. Right. Especially when you get high up there. When you get into the high numbers, it's like, yeah. okay, we got to find a way Final to Final Fantasy people... is basically where, where it's okay to do yeah. numbers. Yeah. They're just trying to make it seem like they're not running out of material. Yeah. Um, <laughs> title not having the eight could also suggest that it could be a spinoff of some sort, mm-hmm. which kind of hope that's what it is. If that's the case with the werewolves and shit like that, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Just, I mean, I know I'm, I, I want what I want, but I yeah. obviously I want it to be more classic style, right. but whatever. I, you know, it's like yeah. my crack. I just give yeah. it to me. Just give me more Resident Evil. Yeah. I want some crap. Y'all got some Resident Evil? <laughs> as far as Resident Evil 3, uh, I guess it was an established by Capcom that it will not be considered canon within the world of Resident Evil. Uh, and basically, it was just kind of an uh, off comment about it because it was somebody asked where it fell in the timeline, and producer Peter Fabiano told the official PlayStation Magazine events within the 4v1 multiplayer mode make it impossible to fit in the actual timeline. Uh, he then went to say, it's a fun online experience with connections to the Resident Evil universe with familiar enemies and, char- and characters like Mastermind. Okay. I don't know who Mastermind is. Okay. He must be a new character. Must be somebody super fucking cool. Yeah, I'm not familiar with who Mastermind is. Maybe I've- that's because he doesn't want you to know. Yeah, that, that was his whole Mastermind plan. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like it's just kind of, they're taking the 4v1 formula that they put into other games and they're trying to just throw it as an add-on to this. Yeah. So giving it an online aspect without it really meaning anything for the, you know, universe. Okay. Uh, And then kind of on the other end of survival horror back in the 90s, Silent Hill is supposedly making a comeback where uh, Konami kind of decided they were done with games. They do like pachinko machines. Like pachinko, pachinko machines. Yeah, they're like Japan. They're like huge. Where you like drop a thing down and it goes. I have no idea. Oh, 
Okay. I that's what I would think, but okay. I don't know if it's different in Japan. Okay. I have not done the research. All I know is that they like basically focused on that because that's most of their profits. I think it's kind of part of the downfall of Kojima and mm -hmm. them. You know, their relationship is they didn't really want to focus on games, and I think he was taking too long with you know because he takes a long time because yeah. he thinks of his games as art and, and not just like, something to pump out. Money. Exactly. Yeah. Um, How many different kinds of pachinko machine could so, you make? <laughs> and then as we know, Silent Hill apparently it was revealed that that PT demo that was on PlayStation 4 was oh. actually going to be a Silent Hill-esque game. Right. Uh, so, two games supposedly are rumored to be coming for a soft reboot. One is, like, mainly a soft reboot of the franchise, and then the other one will follow a episodic tone like uh, Until Dawn, which was, like, a PS4 exclusive, mm -hmm. where it's more like the Walking Dead games where you make decisions and then it kind of animates the story for you. You don't okay. necessarily do a lot yourself. Right. Like the Telltale games? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so pretty much... Silent Hill was a bigger name back in the 90s, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. It's got a couple movies. I'd like to see a reboot. I'd like to see what they can do with it. Yeah. They probably saw the success of Resident Evil 7 kind of reformulating what they do, and now they're looking into that. Makes sense. You know, there's a lot of talk about next gen. Uh, an EA representative said that uh, the next gen, meaning the PS5 and Xbox Series X power, the power of these consoles is substantially greater than existing consoles. Uh, okay. So I guess they're just basically saying that they have a lot of potential with doing so much more than you thought you could see happen. Okay. Which doesn't mean graphics. It could just mean yeah. their ability to add more data to you know, cut scenes or just shit happening in the game around you, you know, like perfect example would be like a battlefront game or a battlefield or oh, right, yeah. call of duty kind of game a lot going on that's, where, you're not directly where involved there's a lot of explosions and shit happening around you. They, the details they can add to that. And, but they said that those platforms will blow people's minds. Okay. Does so. that hold them to that? Yeah. Better not be lying to us. EA. <laughs> you're already the world's most hated company or some shit like that <laughs> two years in a row or whatever it was That's ridiculous yeah speaking of walking dead earlier uh so i found out there was a game in vr for the walking dead yeah that sounds fucking scary yeah, well i mean not not to me oh. i mean it sounds fun that's fine i mean resident evil had a vr mode yeah also for seven and that was scary. so good it was scary as yeah. fuck so good though so Didn't much you, fun. like, jump out of your chair because, like, like Autumn oh, touched yeah. your hand yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah, yeah. and you were playing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was playing and I was in, like, a really shitty fucking situation with, like, these molded things all around me. Yeah. In, like, a really narrow hallway. So mm -hmm. I had, like, no real escape. Yeah. And then, like, Autumn, like, came up and sniffed my, like, hand while I was playing. <laughs> and I freaked the fuck out and, like, jumped up. And Let's just say it's a good thing there's uh, wristbands on those controllers. Uh, no, I used oh, uh, I used the regular controller. Oh, okay. Yeah, because okay. you just kind of have to with this guy. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah, not every game uses those okay. uh, controllers. It just depends on the game. Okay. But yeah, so I heard there's a game for VR and it's like getting really good reviews. Okay. And so I was like, well, is it out for PSVR? Yeah. Because <laughs> this was, I think, for a PC version. Okay. And I looked into it, and they sent out like a tweet or something. It is expected to have a spring release for the psvr and q4 for the quest oculus quest yes okay um so 
I guess I'll look into that one in yeah, the spring. It seems right up your alley. Yeah. So, anyways, anybody who's got whatever versions it's available on, getting good reviews. So, you might yeah. want to check it out. Uh, and then I'll let you take the last one because I know you're more into esports than I am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> um, this is. Yeah, um, Activision Blizzard made a YouTube esports deal. Basically, um, they made a deal, a multi-year deal with YouTube that all of their esports tournaments and shenanigans, like all of their things they broadcast for esports will be uh, exclusive to YouTube for the next however many. It doesn't say the number of years. It says multiple years. Um, and that includes Overwatch, Call of Duty, Hearthstone, and all the other stuff. Uh, those are the big ones, and uh, that started. They launched that with that deal launched on uh, January twenty fourth with the start of the Call of Duty League season. Basically, an announcement in case anybody cared. Yeah, and like I said, it's kind of a niche market, but it's yeah. growing, and there's yeah. people that do care and are really into yeah. these communities. So yeah, so if you're looking for those kind of streams and broadcasts and whatnot, then you don't need to look elsewhere. You can just go straight to YouTube. Yeah, and I mean that benefits both of them. Yeah, I mean, especially with Activision Blizzard having a lot of yeah hate as of late with some of the decisions they've made on some of their games yeah and, or just political uh movements that right, right. they uh have been caught in the backfire of mm-hmm. uh but i mean you know these are all games that sound like they'd be fun but none of them seem to exist yet except for all the ones for esports <laughs> yeah the actual games yeah I'm, I'm talking about like just all the news in general we've had yeah but you know we can't wait to play any of those so, why don't we move on to some shit that we can play? Yeah. Because February is here. The first month of 2020 is done. It's been a long year. Yeah, we're, we're definitely <laughs> over the year already. Uh, and Games with Gold on Xbox has a few games for people to play. Uh, February 1st, TT Isle of Man. I have no idea what that game is. I think TT stands for Tough Titty. Probably. I tried to look up what TT was. It just said TT. So, I don't know what... You know, tough titty would make sense. <laughs> uh, and then Fable Heroes, which I'm not quite sure what that is. I feel like I've heard of it before, but I've never played it. Uh, yeah, I've vaguely heard of it, but obviously I've never played it either. Yeah. Uh, so those are February 1st. Oh, is it like a model of a motorcycle or some crap? I have no idea. I'm not even sure what these games are. I've never heard of this that one. TT Isle of Man, the cover of it is a guy on a motorcycle. Okay. So well, probably looks... stands for something related to a motorcycle. Sounds exciting. Yeah. Seems like you'll be playing this. Yeah. Maybe it's like time trial or some shit. I don't know. Probably. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and then February 16th. I know it's still a few weeks away, but just for February in general. Uh, Call of Cthulhu. Is that that creature? Yeah. Okay. So I might be interested in that. You might. Okay. Uh, again, not sure what kind of game this is. I, like, it sounds like it's... Probably some kind of action survival horror of some sort, if that's the name of it. Probably. Uh, and then the biggest one I'd say is a, a nice retro dive. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront from the original Xbox. Two, 2004, I think it came out. Okay. Uh, that will also be available February 16th. So Not the greatest lineup in general, like as far as Xbox titles. Some of them I've never heard of. The biggest mm-hmm. one is Star Wars from 2004. But if you really enjoy those games, hey, it's something to play. Uh, Call of Cthulhu, Cthulhu sounds like something you right up your alley. It's like survival horror. You're playing a investigator, a private investigator looking into the tra- tragic death of the Hawkins family. And there's more shenanigans involved, but 
I'd never heard of it, but seems like right up your alley for sure. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll look into it. I guess I'll wait until six or February sixteenth. You wait till the fifteenth and just buy it. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! I forgot. <laughs> Like, not well, again I we would do that yeah i probably yeah. would <laughs> uh and then as far as playstation plus uh february 4th through march 2nd i don't know why they don't just do first to first or <sighs> first to whatever the i guess 28th or it might be 29th even this year right I maybe don't that's why they do well it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> uh bioshock collection that's mm-hmm. a lot of content yeah yeah. So anyone who wants to play that again or hasn't played it, I think they're even like remastered to an extent. There is a 29th this year. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. So Bioshock, good games. Uh, I they're really beloved. I don't think they're as good as people say they are. I played the first and second one. The third one I didn't get into after I, I played the demo and I was like, eh, it's not as fun as I remember mm-hmm. this franchise being. Uh, so I never finished that one, but. They're all pretty solid games, as far as I'm aware, from other people. I mean, I know I've enjoyed the first two. Mm-hmm. They were 360 games. Um, so they're, they're worth going into. I mean, especially if you have Plus and haven't played them or just want something to play. Uh, the Sims 4, there you go. Yeah. I know you, you are anti-Sims on the consoles, but Sims 4 for anybody else. Yeah. And I, I read that it has all of the, f- the free DLC or update shit that they've had on pc included yeah they just recently got access to the gallery which is what they call it it's okay. uh like updates and um it's not all the dlc that not the purchasable dlc mm-hmm. but all the updates that pcs get pretty much monthly mm-hmm. it gets so irritating because i don't get to play enough but pretty much every time i want to play i have to go and like disable my mods and then update origin and then update my fucking game before i get to so it's like a whole like 20 minute process mm-hmm. Before I can even play the game. So if I have like 30 to fi- 35 to 45 minutes, I'm like, no, I guess I'm not playing. So you're telling me to just stick to console then, not to worry about PC because it's just too much of a hassle to play? Well, for that particular game, yes. Okay. But I didn't expect you to start playing Sims 4. So. Gotcha. Well, I was just going to, but now you just turned yeah. me off. So. Did I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you should probably check it out on PlayStation then. Do we even have Plus? Do no, we, plus? Don't. Okay. we don't. Okay. But it's on Game Pass, I think. It so. is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Whatever. I believe it's on Game Pass. Okay. And if it's not, then whatever <laughs> yeah no consequences yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then this one is i mean you joked about uh me actually buying a game right before it yeah. hits gold uh i didn't necessarily do that but i bought this game a long time ago yeah have yet to play it yeah not that i have plus but yeah <laughs> <laughs> could have gotten plus for 10 bucks or okay. whatever a month and so firewall zero hour which okay. is a first person, the best I can describe it from what I've seen is uh, Rainbow Six Siege in VR. Okay, that's what I was going to ask you. Is that is this that VR game that you played a couple of times at the different conferences? Not the one where you work with a partner to go across the bridge, if that's the one you're thinking of. No. I was thinking of one where it's just like a military thing. You were on like... I a- don't know if I actually played this one. You were on like a... It was like a four-person team. And did you had I to play like this? talk to them? I thought you I mean, did. that's what you do, but oh, I don't, okay. honestly don't recall playing this one. I think I was going to, but I chose the other one. Oh, okay. And then I didn't get into this one. What was the other one called? I don't fucking know. Okay. It's got really bad reviews. Okay. I, <laughs> I enjoyed the demo, but then it's not... Not the same. Not so fun. 
Gotcha. <laughs> it's fine. It's a little tedious, so. Gotcha. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to get distracted. But I feel like I, I was uh, pretty sure you had played this game. I could be wrong, though. Well, I obviously but wanted to. I bought the damn bought thing. It, though, yeah. I bought it with the uh, controller. I just need to dust off the PSVR and just start playing shit again. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I'm just scared of my cats attacking me while I play in VR again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but I, so this is a good sign because that means they might get a boost in people playing it again. Oh, yeah. And I, from my read, it sounds like they're doing another update expansion mm-hmm. to the game. Yeah. That's free. Okay. So they're probably trying to get people back in the game. Okay. For the update. You know all about those. They never yeah. get let you play Sims because of it. Yeah. So that's it for things coming out. I mean, Nintendo doesn't like give a fuck about people, so uh, yeah, they're not gonna give you free shit. Well, I guess they get you. They give you the Nintendo and Super Nintendo games through the online subscription, but I don't know if they really add to that very often. I think it's just like one or two games occasionally, and usually they're like variants of games that already exist. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I played a few things this week. Yep, you sure did. <laughs> Go to town. I didn't get a chance to play anything, so okay, I'll be here. <laughs> okay, well, I played, actually, it was a complete fluke scenario. I was browsing Game Pass, looking for something to play, because I was looking to do some of the quests that are on the dashboard, you know, for Game Pass. You get, like, credits, and then those go to get you, like, reward points, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever the, the spew is, mm-hmm. I was into it. So I went to find a game that was in their indie section on Game Pass that would qualify for getting this thing done. Didn't know much about the game, just that I knew it was something that was artsy and an indie game that people seemed to like. So it's called What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, it's a 2017 game developed by Giant Sparrow. So the game basically centers around, first off, I'll go off this. It's what people deem a walking simulator. Okay. There's not a whole lot to the game other than you walk around, you read shit, Mm -hmm. you look at things, and then it tells a story through your interactions. Okay. And then eventually, you know, it. it's very simple and it's it's more of a, a passive kind of experience for people to play so it's really for anybody who may not be that great at video games okay um but it follows basically an individual like a child it seems uh who is of this finch family it starts out you're going back to this home because somebody has died and you need to go like figure shit out for the home and then it kind of just brings you on this journey of all of your past family members who have passed away. It tells a story of each of them and like when they were younger or just like something you may not have known about them. It just kind of goes more into the, the family tree okay. for this person. And then you go through and you have to unlock doors by going to certain paths and finding things and it's a little metroid in that sense but it's very passive like i said yeah uh it's it took me like less than three hours and i beat the entire game nice uh it has 10 achievements if people care about that and they're pretty simple a few of them you have to like do something uh in order to get them you can't just play the story it's not like it's just like oh you beat the level it's you have to actually 
do a specific thing to get them, but they're okay. really easy. Um, yeah, I, I basically just started it just to check it out. Not even intended to do it for the podcast, just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. And then I just found myself three hours later rolling credits on this game. Right. And it was like a really good storytelling game. It just, mm-hmm. it was, it was fun and wow, it was, I mean, I really recommend this to people. Okay. I mean, I know you're not that into those kind of games, but I think you might enjoy it, to be honest. It's, okay. It's interesting. Okay. I'm going to check it out then. And it has like different styles of graphics for each area that you do based mm-hmm. off the person you're they're telling the story about it's very interesting very clever take on how they did this game okay i don't think i would have a problem with that kind of style of game the reason i got crazy on the telltale games is because of two things one it was early on in my video game career and i was really bad at battle still which i'm never good i'm still not good yeah. but i panicked whenever i had to like shoot a weapon you know yeah um, and then the other thing is, if you give me a fucking time limit and I have to make a choice, that's not okay. Yeah, there's that's, no that's time limit. That's just limits. fucking you, rude. You do this all on your own yeah. time like, frame. I'm playing a game to escape reality and <laughs> not to sit there and like mimic the part where I have to decide what I'm going to do in the next 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like I, that part I don't like. So if this doesn't have that, then I might check it out. Yeah. Like I said, it's like a three hour thing. You okay. can get it done in one sitting if you have the time and, gotcha. and energy to do it. Okay. Yeah, so I recommend it. it. A lot of fun. Okay. It's on Game Pass. I know it's always on sale. I think it's actually probably even on sale right now with mm-hmm. their indie thing on Xbox. It's on PS4, Xbox, uh, Nintendo Switch even. Huh, okay. So, uh, and then I'm sure it's on PC. Yeah, it's on PC. Cool. Widely available. Uh, and then, secondly, I played Jurassic World Evolution, which is basically a park builder yeah. Simulator? Yeah. Or I guess you're actually building it. It's not really simulating it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you're building it and simulating it. That's yeah. the, that's the hard part about it. I feel like it's it's a park builder, but it, you don't have a fucking pause button. I mean, yeah, it's all live. So yeah. even if you like, ah, oh, ah, oh, panic yeah. attack, and yeah. then you like press pause, you just still, have to go to the menu. Everything's still attacking. Yeah, yeah. there's and no that... like, wait, don't run the park yet. Let me build it first. It's like, okay, you have a dinosaur, and now it's fucking alive. Yeah. <laughs> so the simple concept of this game is you build a park. You start with a certain amount of money. You put, you know, stuff for guests like restaurants stores shit like that to storm shelters give them money to give you money which then you then invest into buying more shit to make more fences Mm -hmm. and you create dinosaurs and you actually go research expedition do research yeah Yeah. so you can get dna to then fill out your bars to get 100 percent dna on dinosaurs and then you can put those into the park and they have different like gene spices that will let you change the stats on the dinosaurs for whatever scenario you need. With It'll like, increase their viability yeah. or increase their, uh, like, coolness factor. Yeah, they have for, different skins, yeah. whatever, for their, like, yeah, coloring and all that stuff, the patterns. Uh, and like you were saying, there's storm shelters. So, like, certain worlds will have storms that just fuck everything up and you have to, like, protect your guests and stuff. Mm-hmm. And everything's just happening all at once. It's basically yeah. a, a, a chore game. Yeah, and then you have fucking dinosaurs like shitting themselves trying to get out of the goddamn yeah. pen. Oh, like... I was so mad yesterday. <laughs> I know. No, no, no. Oh, not, another time? Not from earlier in the day. Oh. 
after you went to bed, I was oh, playing you went it back again. To it? Those same fucking cunts. <laughs> Those same ones. Those todontosaurs or whatever the fuck yeah. they were. Yeah. So I figured out what the problem was. Yeah. And then they just something happened where one of them got mad about something mm-hmm. and then broke out, even though they all had 100% comfort, as far as I could tell. Mm-hmm. And then because of that, that one left. And then the other ones were like, oh, I'm going to be a bitch now. <laughs> and then they all got mad. Right. And then I got them everywhere. And yeah. then it's just like this domino effect of yeah. like having to get them all in, but I can't do it fast enough. helicopter won't go fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. And so eventually I was just like, fuck you all. Yeah. Sell, 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 yeah. sell, sell. Yeah. I'm done with this. Yeah. yeah. That is where I was, not at that point in the game. I didn't make it that far, but that emotional state is where I was when I left off on that game, like last year, whenever the fuck it was that we bought it. I was like, I can't deal with this. I have too many real life chores. Yeah, so so basically as of last night, I started just selling dinosaurs that do not conform to how I want them to act. captivity, yeah. That's what I did, fucking. I was like, you know what? I'm not doing Dilophosaurs. They can suck a dick. That was one. They're the worst. Yeah. I mean, I never got that advanced one yeah. that you just got to. So. Yeah, I got them all in their comfort, and they still were a bitch about the storm. Yeah, and they broke they're out stupid and, cunts. Every yeah. time there was a storm, they would break out. I was like, nope, yeah. you're done. So I'm over it, you. it can be stressful for depending on your personality and how you play games, but uh, it's pretty fun overall. I have a T Rex. Uh, I'm on the DLC that I bought for like the basically the Jurassic World uh, dinosaurs that were like you know genetically Hybrids altered shit, whatever yeah. like the Indominus Rex stuff like that I haven't yeah. gotten them yet right but but that's the storyline uh, I've just finished some of the mission stuff that's progressing to get them I think so right. Um, it's fun. It's definitely a time waster. <laughs> yeah, you it is. will spend hours and not realize it, and then yeah. you'll feel like nothing was accomplished yes. because you're just basically maintaining a park. Yeah, and there's no real progression outside of just knowing you made it look better or have more dinosaurs. Yeah. Or I think one of the things know. that frustrates me about that game is when you finally feel like everything's going well. And even if you don't have some dinosaurs start to be cunts and like get a, like escape and a storm and all that, even if everything seems like it's going fine, oh, suddenly this batch of dinosaurs starts dying because yeah. they've reached their lifespan. I got in that too where <sighs> a lot of my uh, gala mammoth and stuff that I had, I think yeah. the, 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 the group I the had, they're on, all like yeah. starting to die off mm-hmm. all at once now. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm not even going to replace you. Yeah, I'm over you. Yeah. So and I then just... I was like, whenever we were playing this last time. I was, like, looking up stuff online, like, how can I best plan this? And it was, like, always have, uh, like, at least one Velociraptor in the incubator because in case one dies, you need to replace it immediately. Oh, yeah. that way the other ones don't get yeah. all mad. Yeah, you have to replace it immediately. That is so smart. I never yeah. even thought of that. Yeah. That's a good move. Yeah. Um, because they're the ones that are, like, super sensitive to changes. And they're, they're, they're like, mm-hmm. As soon as anything changes, they're like, nope, I'm pissed. You know, it's kind of funny that you say that because I had not had that experience with them. Yesterday, I put them in the pen with the T-Rex. Right, and that didn't You were out. like, yeah, that's not an issue. Well, it did. It they keep the me. distance. Everything's cool. And I was like, cool, 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 cool. And then what happens? The T-Rex just slowly eats them yeah. <laughs> one by one. Well, so I wonder if like the food was low or something because when I oh, did no. it, there were no I goats had four. The place. I had four goat feeders. Oh, okay. Not what you think it is. The goats <laughs> are being fed. They yeah. are not feeding goats. Right. They're live goats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Where'd the goat go? <laughs> Where's the goat? Um, I don't know. When I, you like you like chopped lamb or whatever yeah. the fuck he says. I had looked up lamb chops. Lamb chops, yeah. <laughs> chopped lamb. <laughs> I had looked that up. I learned that online because I was like, where the fuck am I supposed to put all these goddamn dinosaurs? And there was a mission I had to put like carnivores in with other carnivores, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is not a thing. But people say that it worked just fine, and I actually didn't do it with the T-Rex because I hadn't unlocked it yet. So maybe gotcha. T-Rex is an exception. But the Ceratosaurus, I think, or whatever, the, the okay. previous carnivore, it's supposed to work. I had my my Velociraptors in yeah. with the, that one, and it Actually, was fine. that kind of thing happened to me, I think, where I had to take a picture of two dinosaurs in a fight. Oh. And then I was like, I felt really bad. I was yeah. like, well, i got to get this done. Yeah. So I lured one of the... I don't know, one of the herbivores. Yeah. I lured one into the cage next door uh-huh. with two of the uh, mid-sized carnivores I had. Right, right, yeah. I don't remember which one it was. And I'm like, this will be easy. There's two of them. They'll see the thing and fucking attack it yeah. and I'll get the picture. Bobby and Bob boom. You no. know? <laughs> Dinosaur gets in there. I close the gate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sucks to suck, you know? Yeah. The, the carnivores... Have no fucks to give to yeah. this dinosaur. They literally cross paths multiple times. Do not attack it. I'm curious if it's because of the size they like oh. were threatened to like attack it. Was it was a bigger uh, herbivore? It was like the ones with like the the Edmontosaurus. No, the one with oh. the stick. The, <laughs> the thing sticking out of its head. One with the stick. <laughs> the duckbell or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Anyway. I usually know dinosaur names, but now that I have to like, talk about them, I can't think of any of these. Anyways. Yeah. So nothing was happening with it. Got it. So I was like, oh, I'll put him to sleep. And then they'll eat him in his sleep. I don't know why I thought of that. Okay. <laughs> Didn't work. Pretty fucking morbid. Didn't work at all. <laughs> they started attacking me, actually. They were like, what a dick. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to teach him a lesson. So they, they'd start attacking me, and then as I get away... They start getting agitated with each other, the two of them. Oh. And so I was like, uh, click. <laughs> and I got it. I got nice. the picture okay. of the two carnivores who were just like, kind of like, hey, I'm walking here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Whatever works. So I was like, what the fuck is happening? So it, it was like literally a happy ending. That's crazy. I woke the one dinosaur up. Yeah. And then, actually, no, I didn't wake it up. I just transport it back over because it was already asleep so i didn't have to put it to sleep so it somehow worked out really well for that dinosaur yeah i mean you remember me earlier i was like yeah uh, it was the mission was to like make this dinosaur and sell it and i was like well i don't want to be a jerk yeah (laughs) now i'm like what can i do to this dinosaur yeah uh it's a lot of fun though uh, I, I basically just jumped back in because there was Jurassic Park DLC. Mm-hmm. Turns out you have to pay for it. And it's like 20 bucks. So I was what? like, I'm not going to pay 20 bucks. Because I feel like they kind of overcharged for some of the dinosaur skins. Mm-hmm. Essentially what the DLC has been so far. So I'm like, I paid enough into this game. So yeah. I'm going to just wait till it's on sale. Yeah. But I did start playing the game again. Yeah. I just don't have the Jurassic Park stuff yet. Right. But uh, it's fun. So it, I mean, watching you watching you play it, like obviously you're getting pretty frustrated at points. So that part I'm not interested in, but yeah. it inspired me to look at it again. But I haven't yet, and because I'm worried, I'm just gonna get sucked into it, like you have. Yeah, I definitely lose track <laughs> of time. 
I'm thinking I probably shouldn't. But. Because I have other long games I need to dig back into. Well, it, I mean, it depends how you play, I guess. Yeah. It, it would be a really good game for people who have a short period of time to play because they could just jump in, do a couple things, and jump out. Mm-hmm. There's no true investment. I get invested because I yeah. got nothing going on. Yeah. After you go to bed. Right. And I don't know how to just walk away from things. Right. So. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> so I end up playing it for like three, four hours when yeah. I shouldn't be playing it that long. Because yeah. there's really nothing happening. Yeah. But uh, it's fun. So. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're having fun. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, I got pretty far in this storyline, but I didn't finish it. So I'm basically just doing that and hope that the DLC will go on sale by some point before I'm dead. <laughs> before you're dead. Pretty minimal, minimal qualifications there. Well, you know, try to be a minimalist, I guess. Yeah. So, that's it for games. Let's get into some TV news. Yeah, let's. So, let's start off with some pretty exciting news. Some that might even make you say, wow. Okay. Did I just say it right? You said it wrong. How do you do it? It's whoa, isn't whoa. it? Whoa. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> whoa. Wait, isn't that like Joey That's from... That's a different kind of whoa. Okay. <laughs> what does he say? Now I'm confused. See, right? Mm, yeah. See, it's not it's not so easy, is it? Whoa. Is that it? No. That's no. still Joey. Yeah, that's definitely Joey. Whatever. I guess wow. it's just... Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so, uh, the Loki show has cast Owen Wilson as a undisclosed role as of right now. Yeah. Uh, but based on the trailer we get during the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. well, not only trailer, commercial, I guess, commercial, yeah. for Disney Plus, it's not surprising if he plays what ends up being some kind of enforcer for the Time Authority something. Time Variance Authority. Time Variance Authority. Yeah, that would make sense. So, and I think that the character I'm thinking of is like. Made its debut helping Thor in one of Thor's comics. Okay. Um, well, that could be interesting. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it could be anybody. But I uh, guess we'll find out. Yeah. Whenever they fucking choose to talk to us, you know? Yeah. Marvel's being really fucking bitchy about that right now. Hello, <laughs> rude. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> um, also, they ha- it's rumored that they're casting for a transgender role for the Loki show as well. Um, I believe it's Sarah, S-E-R-A, that they're casting for. Sarah. Sarah, yeah. Hey, Sarah, Sarah. Um, and Sarah is actually an anchorite, is her race. Um, I think that's anchorite. No. (laughs) So anchorites are a race of, uh, all male, they're assigned male at birth, wingless angels, apparently, who identify, uh, and she identifies as female. And eventually, she's able to escape her, like, the, the temple that they live in in heaven with no A. Um, and she ends up, uh, this is a weird deep dive that I didn't know I was going to go on, mm-hmm. uh, marrying Thor's long-lost sister, Angela, who I didn't know existed. Angela? Yeah. Also, like, such a weird, like, I get it, it's like Angel, Angela, cool, but, like, the name Angela is, like, somebody who works at the DMV. That's what not, if it's not even Angela? Like, what if it's Angel A? She's like the first angel yeah. of them all. I guess I guess that could be it. Yeah. I I would prefer that to the name Angela. Yeah. Cuz as I said, 
Angela is like a person that works at the Not DMV. a fan of people named Angela. It's just a generic name. It's not like a superhero name. It's not a Asgardian name. Okay. <laughs> what? Well, not an Asgardian name. It's not. I guess you're right. It's oh, not. Sif, <laughs> Thor, Loki, Odin. It's just, it doesn't fit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's it's true. like, what is his name? Peter in Deadpool? Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it, there was been a lot of rumors with Loki. and Yeah. So that would be pretty cool to see. Yeah. Uh, I know like we've seen uh, Supergirl has introduced a character like that mm-hmm. uh, in their, whatever, I think last season or two. So. Oh, yes, yes. So it's a matter of time. Dreamer, right? It's just, yeah. Yeah. Just a matter of time before you see something like that on the Marvel side, so. Good stuff. Yeah. Guess we'll find out when, again, Marvel decides to stop being a little bitch and just say what, what's on their mind. Yeah. And stop hiding trailers and commercials. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as that time variance authority, uh, I don't know if you want to get into it, but basically they just, they're time police. Time cops. Time cops. Yeah. Damn, that's a good one. <laughs> it's actually also the name of a movie already. <laughs> I know. With Jean-Claude Van Damme with a mullet. Yeah. That's why I know that. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so what they need to do is cast Jean-Claude Van Damme. As the time cop. As the time cop. Yeah. Or just give Owen Wilson a mullet. Yeah. Yeah. In, in a French accent. <laughs> well. And say that he does martial arts. Yeah. Just say it. They're like, prove it. He's like, no. No. <laughs> That's for another time. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Writing that down so yeah. we can make that ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Along with Disney Plus shows, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier has actually moved its release date up to August instead of the fall 2020 that it had initially set. Works for me. So that's good for us. Yeah. Again, I think this might be like a part of them trying to figure out release schedules because they had to delay um, some stuff. And they actually moved, uh, what's it called, up too, didn't they? WandaVision? I think they actually think moved so, that up yeah. too. So they're just playing the chess pieces, playing them where they need them to be for their strategy to release things on a business level. Yeah. Uh, but the rumors are that the Thunderbolts will be introduced within this show. Okay. Uh, which, if anybody is unaware, the Thunderbolts are basically a group of supervillains who pretend to be superheroes after all of earth's heroes the avengers x-men fantastic four all of these characters are supposedly dead from some attack that had taken place uh anyways these masterminds led by baron zemo he leads this team and it's a ploy to get society's trust so that they can get information on shield and the avengers and stuff and use it to their advantage to commit crime Mm -hmm. secretly okay uh and then the thunderbolts i believe are created by thunderbolt ross which is you know the one who has the prison and civil war okay he's the one going after captain america he's had parts in all these movies okay i'm blanking on the name of the actor but basically I'm curious if he will become Red Hulk at some point because that way they don't need to keep the actor other than the voice if that's an issue. They can replace the Hulk with a CGI character like the Hulk 
you know, and tell a new story. And he's also a part of the Thunderbolts at some point. Gotcha. Uh, so. Okay. Plus, I mean, he created the team. Right. It was intended to be like a government ran thing. Basically, they supervillains were given the option to go to prison or to help with whatever being the next wave of superheroes okay. to, to redeem themselves. Gotcha. And some of them took that offer and tried to do it. And others were like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. And then others were like, yeah, but then they kind of fell back into their old ways. Right. As you would expect to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, it's all rumors. It's just an interesting concept that Baron Zemo could be paving the way. Not even necessarily in the season, but maybe it's just like a sprinkle in shit that will bring it to to light. Maybe mm-hmm. in the next season or or the third season if right it gets that far, you know, something like that. Because Marvel likes to like take their time and and grow. Yeah. This stuff. It's not like they're gonna do it in like one episode or two and it's going to be like the whole story right you might see a couple characters within it but not the whole group at first Mm -hmm. so yeah uh hopefully that's a thing because that'd be really cool to see yeah uh and then as far as more disney plus (laughs) i thought this was already established so emilio estevez is back for the mighty duck show he's the character coach right yeah yeah so i could swear when they announced this he was already on board with this shit was that not official? Uh, maybe it was like they think he's going to come back, but there was okay. no deal signed I, yet. I, I thought that know. was already established. He was in it. Although we seem to have that. It seems like uh, people, a lot of news, quote unquote, news sources get confused as to what's legit and what's just theory. Yeah. So it could have easily have been whatever you read, thought it was real. That's true. And confirmed, and it actually wasn't. Okay. Well, uh, and then Disney Plus uh, is also, they've updated their service to now allow downloading uh, all of their content. Yeah. Uh, up to four devices. You have to download the app on your phone. Mm-hmm. So I think it's Apple and Android, right? Yes. It seems like it's only available on the app. So far, they didn't mention anything about downloading on a laptop. Okay. Well, I mean, good to know. Yeah. Probably won't use it that much ourselves. Right. But, I mean, maybe but we are going to be on a flight, you know, at some point in the next good month point. or so. Good so point. maybe we'll do it for that try it out at least so that's pretty cool yeah i like that it's all content not just select things yeah that's really cool uh then moving to netflix they have actually announced a live action one piece uh tv show which is based off a japanese manga okay um i'm not quite familiar with it myself i know it's a thing and Mm -hmm. that people like it yeah steven Maida of the x files and lost will be the showrunner writer and executive producer matt owens from luke cage and agents of shield will also be writing and executive producing and then there's a couple other executive producers one of which being the creator of the manga i believe okay well that's a good sign yeah you always want people that know the source material Mm -hmm. especially since they fucking made it yeah yeah uh I'm curious how long this has been in the works or if this was like a let's recover because of Cowboy Bebop's delay or Uh, if this was something that they've been trying to do already. It's a good question. I'm just curious how that, you know, timing goes. But more the merrier, right? I mean, I'm sure no one's going to complain about this. Yeah, for sure. They seem to be doing really well with their uh, adaptations from things to TV shows. So Yeah, very true. And there's even, I think they're trying to do the Resident Evil still. So hopefully that falls through and we get even more 
mm-hmm. to enjoy. Yeah. Uh, and then this is like a quick little thing. Uh, we talked about Watchmen. I think it was last week. I think so. Maybe the week before about how it was not going to continue with season two. Still pretty much the plan, but there was just a stupid quote. Landelof basically said, I never want to close the door completely because if two, three years from now I say I just had another idea, it would be that much harder to open. So basically he's saying he's still not planning to, but he's not saying it's it's dead. He just doesn't have plans as of right now. Yeah. Uh, but most likely he won't. Yeah. Uh, and then he continued with, but I would say it's barely a jar. I think that there are no current plans to make any more Watchmen. So. Yeah. Nothing's really changed. He's just, just leaving the door cracked, basically. Yeah. Just in case he loses his hands and he yeah. can't open it. Yeah. He can just slide his foot in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's the beginning of a month. So. What, let's talk about some things that are coming out okay. this week, at least, for February. Netflix has the most, I would say. Uh, so this documentary that I saw the trailer of today called The Pharmacist, which I saw the documentary because I was looking up stuff for the notes. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? So I looked it up. It's a documentary that basically what I got out of it, it's like a pharmacist who saw a lot of younger people coming in with a particular prescription and he's like turned it into this conspiracy in his town that he needs to solve because the police don't care and i guess he like lost his son to a drug dealer killing him or something um but his son went to buy drugs from this guy and then got killed okay and the cops chalked it up to they probably deserved it according to the trailer that's a hot take yeah uh and so like he's basically become like this i don't know superhero dark knight kind of character of just being a pharmacist okay (laughs) like he doesn't actually go out and fight crime it's just yeah he's trying to do it in his own way yeah through it's a pharmacist man talking to people and shit and i guess it's like supposedly i don't know based off the trailer some conspiracy that he's getting into and that people are trying to stop him Okay. From finding out something. I don't know. It it got me to bite a little. So, yeah. I mean. It sounds interesting. February 5th. So we have what? Two days? Yeah. Uh, then this. I don't know exactly what the hell this is. But it sounds like something you'd probably want to watch. <laughs> yeah. It's called Ho- Horse Girl. What makes you think that I would want to watch it? Because it's literally called, just the title. It's called Horse Girl. The, and so you the, like horses. The title is the only thing. Yes. Okay. I looked this up because I it, had a feeling you were going to be like, I think you'll like, like this. It seems like it's something that she's got like a mental breakdown or something. Yeah, it's like a psychological thriller as far as I can tell. Uh, she's like into crafts and horses and something else. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I didn't get to watch the trailer because I didn't look at the notes quickly enough for this one. But um, I uh, I mean, I'm interested to check it out because uh, what's her name? Allison Brie? Yeah. I mean, yeah. She's doing a She's lot really of Netflix good. stuff lately, yeah. it seems. I like her, so. Uh, yeah, so February 7th. Yeah. And then Lock and Key, February 7th as well, which is that graphic novel come to be a, mm-hmm. a show on Netflix. Didn't grab me that much with the trailer. Yeah. But I'm sure we'll at least check out the first few episodes. Yeah. My Hollow Love is a movie on February 7th that's going to be released. So... I looked into this one because I had no idea what it was. It's a Korean romantic movie. 
Okay. So it's got, I don't, I think it's subtitles. It may be dubbed, but I think it's subtitles. The trailer was subtitles. Okay. Um, so it kind of reminded me of that movie Her oh. with Joaquin Phoenix where he kind of falls yeah. in love with an AI. Yeah. So the premise is they create this AI that like looks like a man. Okay. Yeah. He looked like a man. <laughs> and uh, the woman, I think, who was a part of creating the AI is lonely or some shit. And she, like, basically builds this relationship with the AI. Okay. And then starts to fall for the AI. Yikes. But then realizes that it's AI. <laughs> Again. I guess. I don't know. Uh, basically. And then she also meets... The real person that it's based on. Mm-hmm. And then he, I don't know, for some reason is like interfering with the AI getting close to her. I don't know. It looked like it's like a love triangle situation. Yeah. With an weird. AI character. Okay. That could be entertaining. I mean, I'm not against checking it out to yeah. see what the fuck it is. But yeah, I don't know. February 7th. Okay. <laughs> Anybody interested? Yeah. I'm only more inclined, I think, because we saw Parasite in. Yeah. I might be on a high still from from that kind of a movie. Right. Uh, and then The Coldest Game, which I never heard of. It's a Polish spy thriller set in the 1962 time period. Okay. And stars Bill <laughs> Pullman. Basically, he gets sucked into this spy espionage shit between the Polish and the U.S. Okay. And it ties, I think, into the Cuban Missile Crisis. Got it. Because uh, they make a reference to Is that- some... Thing with Cuba with a bunch and they so show the like a cold war yes okay which you know the, the, coldest, name, the game. coldest so game. that makes sense so, yeah okay it seemed interesting yeah it's a polish based movie but it's all in english okay so i mean it looked good, like it's a pretty no polish it looks like a pretty good movie so yeah. okay we'll i'm down yeah. february 8th anybody who's interested february 8th netflix those are all netflix uh, Amazon Prime has on February seventh, Honey Boy. Oh, I was like, so that it's like a right. biography of Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> okay. Basically, he wrote this when he was in drug rehab. Oh. And I guess it's about his life within his relationship with his father. Oh. If this is the movie I'm thinking it is. Okay. Uh, it did really well in theaters, but it was like a limited release because I think it's an Amazon Prime movie, so okay. makes sense, right? Right. And so. I think he even plays his father, and then somebody else plays him. That's weird. Uh, I've heard good things about it, so I'm interested. I mean, he, you know, he had that crazy breakdown. It seemed after, yeah, a little bit after the Transformer movies. So I don't know so really what the one. basis of this is, but I think it's supposed to be about his life with his father. Okay. And I think it covers all the things like when he was in Even Stevens and Transformers mm-hmm. a little bit, like de- different eras of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Disney Plus. I guess Lion King, the remake movie, the live action, well, as they put it, yeah. <laughs> quotations, uh, it's already on there. I didn't even know. So it's it's on Disney Plus currently. Okay. So anybody who has not seen the newer Lion King remake, go check it out. I, yeah. It's, it's, a good, it's a solid movie. Yeah, it's fine. I don't think it was anything terrible. I know it got a lot of mixed reviews, but I feel like it was a fine movie. Animation was fine in my opinion. I feel like the people that were mad about it were mad for mad about it for stupid reasons. So yeah. yeah, I think they should check it out. It's it's a very safe, you know, scene by scene remake mm-hmm. with a couple added like scenes. I think, but 
There was one additional song, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Toy Story is getting a short, or I guess it already came out. Sorry. Uh, It's a short, like, you know. Short film? Short film, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Based on time before Toy Story 4. Okay. And that came out on the 31st of January. Okay. Uh, But February 5th, Toy Story 4 will be on Disney+. Plus. Oh, cool. So obviously they were just kind of getting ready for... Right. Toy Story 4. Kind of garner some I'm interest. sure it's no more than like 10 minutes, so it's probably a really quick thing. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, all, all good solid things so far, so. Mm-hmm. And then, Timmy Failure, Mistakes Were Made. That's the name of the movie. It's That's a so Disney weird. Plus original, I believe, movie, and that comes out on February 7th. Okay. Now, I, we watched the trailer. This is kind of a weird thing. I, it, I think it's not meant for us. I think it's more yeah. of a, a child's It must be. Movie. It, mm-hmm. it seems like it kind of falls in the line of those diary of a wimpy kid or whatever the hell they are oh, movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that kind of tone, it, it seems to me. Right. It's just about this like really young kid with a mullet who is very awkward and just kind of goes by his own beat, I guess. Yeah. Visually, he reminds me a lot of Eugene from The Walking Dead as a child. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, probably won't be checking it out ourselves, but it's it's a nice thing for the younger audience. Yeah. Uh, Apple TV Plus, I guess it's called. We don't really talk about this a whole lot because we don't have the service. Mm-hmm. And I don't hear a whole lot about their stuff. But that one show, Mythic Quest, that was created by... The people that did It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, that's premiering on February 7th. Okay. We got to figure out a way yeah. to watch that. Yeah. So basically, they're like a game developer in the show. That's, you know, it's a comedy. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's probably going to be very Silicon Valley-like, yeah. but as a gaming company. Right. And then uh, Hulu, I didn't really find a whole lot of shit that was new stuff that hasn't, or that won't be out until later in the month. Everything was just kind of older shit that they just are bringing in to february okay uh but i will say i'll i'll tag 300 okay. the movie 300 is yeah is is on hulu now okay uh it's a good movie wasn't that on netflix for like a thousand years i think it was okay. at least the sequel was okay but yeah i think it was uh and then hbo alita battle angel an older movie but it's a good solid movie yeah so uh that's february 1st so i guess it's already happened so it's there waiting for you Okay. And then that documentary we talked about a little while back, McMillions. Yeah. Uh, February 3rd, which is today. So that looked really good. Yeah, I about did. The, uh, I'm sure we'll end up having to re- re-up on our HBO membership to watch that one. Yeah. Well, that's all those gift card things at the store. So worst case, I buy one of those, get it for like a month. And yeah. And then yeah. we binge the shit out of stuff. When, yeah. Like all, we'll pick a time that you're not at work as much. You know, like if they give you like a three, four day block or something for some whatever reason. Yeah. I do have one coming up for Valentine's Day, actually. Perfect. Yeah. What's more romantic than <laughs> watching TV for four days? Yeah. I mean, it sounds great. <laughs> In your underwear or or nothing. Who knows? Yeah. You know? It's none of anybody else's fucking business. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> CBS All Access. I have no intention to getting this service because yeah, uh... like, I don't know... Why would anyone pay for that? What? There's so Picard <laughs> is the first thing on this list. January twenty third actually already came out. Was that was the first episode? Okay. Hearing good things about it. It's a Star Trek 
spinoff show with the uh, the character from Generations, I believe it was, or Next Generation. Next Generation. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch the shows. I just yeah. pulling and out I'm my memory. I'm off of like distant memory, so yeah. I can be wrong too. To be fair. <laughs> but you know, it stars Sir Patrick Stewart. So yeah. So it can't be bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm hearing good things about it, yeah. but I'm not gonna pay for CBS All right. Access to watch this. Put it on CBS, you cowards, you know? Right. If you want people to watch your shit, don't be like, oh, pay us more. Yeah. No, just put it on your channel that you supposedly have for this very reason. Yeah. Uh, And then another show called Interrogation, which comes out on February 6th, which is based on a real L.A. case in the 80s where a person supposedly murdered his mother, I believe it was. Okay. It Sounds pretty intense. It just like a drama. Right, right. Of, you know, this case. Yeah. Um, so, again, I'm not going to be getting CBS All Access, so. So, apparently you can get a seven-day free trial for Apple TV Plus. Yeah, but what can you use it on? You can besides... use it on smart TVs, fire sticks, and things like okay. that. Apparently. Well, I'm sure it's certain TVs. Yeah, yeah. If they have the They app. all have their deals, so you don't have right. to get it on every um, TV that's there's available. There's, like, Roku, and then it said something about Samsung, I think. Okay. Possibly. Do you know if those shows so are week to week or if they're? Binge? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We gotta do more research, but we might be able to get if they okay. drop them enough. We could just binge shit for seven days. <laughs> for seven days. Well, not like seven days straight, but not just binge it in a day. I'm just saying, if we had any other things to watch on there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Get the most out of it. Yeah, I mean, there was a couple other shows I was interested in. I know M Night, whatever the fuck his last name is, <laughs> the Twister. I know he uh, had like a show he helped create or something and then directed the first episode. Okay. So that show was kind of interesting. I can't remember the name of it. It was basically about like a couple that lost their child and then the mom gets basically like treating like a doll like it's the child. Oh. You know, your typical weird shit. Weird ass shit. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah know, I... B-rate horror movie stuff. Yeah. But it's a TV show. God, that... Yep, I know what you're talking about. I'm picturing it. I think it. we saw the trailer, like, when we were yeah. at my parents for Christmas or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm picturing it, and I was like, nope, 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 as it was on. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> uh, and then as far as just, you know, TV, you know, free access stuff. Because mm-hmm. apparently CBS All Access, the ironic title there... Is not... Not yeah. All Access. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just, you know, your free-to-air channels. Fox is getting... A show we actually learned about uh, during the Super Bowl called Lego Masters. Mm-hmm. That's February 5th on Fox. Basically, it looks like a reality competition show where like you get like the, the food baking ones right, and right. Like, the, the craft Except, ones and shit. But yeah. this one is like... Building shit. Build Lego sets. Yeah. Which I, is... I assume you make the shit yourself, not just like right. follow the instructions. It's right. probably like... Probably make like your build own this shit. concept out yeah. of raw Legos, which it sounds like a fucking awesome concept. Yeah, personally, yeah, I I'm interested to check it out. Yeah, I, it seemed like an interesting concept just to yeah. at least check out. I don't yeah. know if I'd stick with watching the whole thing. It sucks because it's like probably there's a really cool like concept. Like people have a really good talent for that kind of thing. Yeah, but it's like 
basically a useless. It's not. It's. <laughs> it's not like baking cakes or pastries where you could become yeah. a baker and well, make money off of it. Well, you never know. Maybe there's gonna be like a, a niche market for needing people to make extravagant Lego pieces for yeah. their parties. I guess you or, might be able to get a job at Legoland. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe Legos. Like well, we need to like check we the show out. We need a good Lego person. We, yeah. We really need Recruit, a good Lego it's person. It's secretly just funded by Lego looking for more talent. Or just branding, really. Yeah, Just product true. placement, really. Very true. I want to see it, like, get real cutthroat, though. Like, yeah. somebody takes their shoes off to get comfortable while they're working. <laughs> and, and somebody... And somebody, like, lines the floor with them Legos. Sabotages and throws, like, Legos... Yeah, and they have to go to the hospital. ...by their feet when they're walking, and they just step on them, and... Yeah. yeah. They, they just, like, knock everything off yeah. the table. And they're holding, like, a tray of other Legos... <laughs> Yeah. And just go, oh! <laughs> and just launch this this tray of Legos yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And it's like in slow motion and yeah. shit. I want this to get real dramatic. Yeah. I think it has pretty good potential. So we'll definitely be checking out this show. Yeah. Although we'll have to watch it live, right? Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Who has time for that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like barbarians. Yeah. <laughs> what? You mean... I can't just skip this commercial. This is bullshit. Flip table. Yeah, I guess I'll just fucking die of boredom for the next five minutes. Yeah. Uh, speaking of boredom. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. Yeah. Uh, so, there's a show on the CW called Riverdale. Yeah. Which is based off the Archie comics, I guess. But in like as a, a really weird dark way. Tone, a dark very CW, CW way. tone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I guess they are doing a spinoff show called Katie Keene, which I guess is, I'm assuming, a character from the Riverdale. Sure. And it's based off her after high school, it sounds like. And it's, in essence, a prequel to her being in Josie and the Pussycats. Okay, so you know I it's believe. not Josie. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's guess. not her name. So it's one of the Pussycats. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, sure. Sounds so, great. whoever's into that, uh, yeah. February 6th. I have a feeling those people CW. aren't listening to us. Huh? I have a feeling those people might not be listening to us. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> not anymore, at least. Yeah. If you are a fan of those shows, please write in and let us know so we can stop trash talking your favorite shit. <laughs> I mean, we watch CW shows. Yeah. It's just my, not that I'm one. I'm not saying that, like, yeah. we're above you. I just... <laughs> no, we're not. No. No, I don't give a shit. I just no, don't no. get it. I don't the, understand the it. The CW uh, DC shows are like my guilty pleasure. Yeah. Like, I know they are really not meant for my demographic <laughs> yeah. at all. Yeah, they're not even for my demographic. But I still watch them yeah. for whatever even, fucking reason. I'm too old for them. It's not. But but trying to get me to watch something that's not superheroes, I'm like, no. It's, it's just, too far. It's yeah. too much of a joke. You got me with superheroes. I'm not venturing into something yeah. I don't care about yeah. for the same drama shit yeah. of CW. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I don't need a show that's just Iris on every fucking character. Oh, God. Gross. Uh, and then our personal favorite, uh, coming back, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on NBC, February oh, yeah. 6th. Nine-Nine. Yeah. Nine-Nine. Yeah. 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 That's a thing they do. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Where was that? We were somewhere and I did that and someone was like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you having a stroke? <laughs> was that um, Sabrina's house? Okay. Yeah. You yeah. keep forgetting where that was. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you Maybe were having a stroke. Maybe because I had a stroke. 
Yeah, like I, I was like just doing that little skit, yeah. and then like he's like, "Are you all right?" Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. You got you, you got to know the show, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah. I guess you're not. But I felt like I've seen other media <laughs> do that too. So yeah, it's a thing that people do, unless there's just a lot of people getting strokes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting strokes. I will have one stroke, please. <laughs> that could have a different meaning. That's true. <laughs> I'm not in a massage parlor, I can tell you that. Okay, well, I mean, that's it for this week's uh, releases. A lot of stuff for people to watch. Yes, indeed. I mean, they have these and care. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't have either scenario in your life, then I don't know what you do. Yeah. Or why you're listening to us. Yeah, how do you have time to listen to us? But we did watch a couple things. Mm-hmm. And uh, really just catch up on one and then a little impression on the other. Uh, so first, we finally finished Medical Police on Netflix. We did. What did you think of this? Um, I liked it. I, I thought it was fun. It was nice because you could throw it on in the background and, like, we were watching it, but, like... Uh, you know. I would disagree on that. Oh, okay. It's definitely a show that, like... I know it's intended to be just be, like, you don't have to really pay attention, oh, okay. but, like, I found for me, I was like, I need to know what happened because I... Oh, okay. Wasn't paying attention, so I had to keep rewinding. Got it. Okay. So maybe that's just a me thing. Got but it. I yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But I think if you had already watched it and uh-huh. you want something to throw on in the background just for the audio, right? Yeah, yeah. this is definitely going to work I, for that. Well, I guess what I mean is it was light. It wasn't anything that was like it's intense. all dumb comedy. Yeah, it's, it's all dumb. dumb humor. Yeah, it's not anything important or like heavy or like thought provoking it's yeah, just it's like really dumb, dry humor dry humor yeah. yeah so i think it was nice to watch something that was not like effort in my brain yeah Does that make it sense? was a really good show <laughs> i really enjoyed it i feel like you liked it the oh, more you watched I, it the more you liked it yeah yeah i was like i don't think i was as into it in the beginning it was, yeah. like, it, it was funny to an extent yeah later on jokes got really yeah good. you were like cracking up at some of the later episodes yeah, yeah. really good jokes yeah yeah, it definitely is one of those where in, you kind of, it kind of grows on you. I think the longer you watch it, the yeah. more you like it. So I'm interested in going back and checking out uh, Children's have, Hospital now. They have like some it. jokes too where they make you chuckle the first time, mm-hmm. but then they like double down on that joke yeah. a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. And then it's really funny it's the second funnier, time. even yeah. Because it's still ridiculous in yeah. a different way. And I think because you know that they doubled down on it, that wasn't that funny. Yeah. That made it really <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I really enjoy it. It's just like a crazy, silly spoof on police Procedurals. and drama yeah. and medical dramas. And yeah. just, it was a good time. Yeah. Real good time. Yeah. Story's completely whack and ridiculous, but yeah. I mean, that's I mean, what you're getting into. It's a statement about how ridiculous the medical and police dramas are. So yeah. it really is perfect. And they set up a season two. Yeah. So yeah, they did. Hopefully that's a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. So. I kind of want to go check out um, Children's Hospital now to see, because if it's anything like this, okay. it's probably good. Yeah, I mean, I think they're the same characters. Yeah. It seems like they are, from my understanding. At least the clown guy is. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't know. What are we rating this on? Uh, Viruses? One, one <laughs> rate it on the rain checks? Yeah. You gotta watch the show to get that one. <laughs> we'll do viruses. We'll okay. keep it simple. Okay. Okay. So, I am gonna give this a five viruses. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, I yeah, got a lot of STDs up, apparently. Yeah. I'm getting... <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a four viruses. Okay. Yeah. 
I feel like uh, I really liked it. And I would probably watch it again. But I wasn't, like, cracking up, crying, laughing, or whatever. Like, it was funny, but I wasn't... Well, I don't think I was doing that either. No, no, I know. I just really enjoyed the jokes, and I feel like the story was intentionally bad. Intentionally ridiculous. Yeah, Yeah, like, it was good bad, not like, it's this is bad. It was like... I agree. It was meant to be ridiculously bad, so it made it entertaining, so... Yeah. I... I... Yeah, I'm gonna go with a four, because I think... I can't bully you into a better one, huh? Nope. Okay. <laughs> okay, boomer. All right. All right. Solid. Combine nine viruses. Yeah. For medical police. Yeah. And that's on Netflix for anybody who uh, hasn't checked it out. Yeah. It's like, I don't know, eight to ten episodes, I think. And they're pretty short, like 25 minutes, I think. Yeah, something like they're, that. They're short episodes. Uh, so. And for anybody who has the same problem I do with watching medical dramas... And getting really irritated at the poor science and not accurate science, this might not be for you. Because <laughs> I think it's fun. This one is like, it's funny to me because it's so over the top wrong. Like it's... Well, I mean, that's the... I, I know, I know that's, that's the point. the joke is... I know that's okay. the joke. And that's what I appreciate about it is because I get pissed off sometimes on like medical shows where it's like well, the DNA results are back like 20 minutes later and there's just things that don't if make that, sense. It's like I know, like five, yeah. There's a lot of things that really don't make sense in those shows and it's like they pass it off like it's real. And this one is clearly like, oh, I drew a virus, <laughs> I drew a DNA sequence or whatever, like off the top of my memory. And yeah, it's just, yeah. and yeah. So it's very, very obviously over the top ridiculous. And, I'd love to know what amount of people got into CSI kind of stuff mm-hmm. because of those shows, like back in the early yeah, 2000s. Yeah, seriously. Probably a ton. And they probably all quit because they were like, never mind, this is terrible. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> I don't just touch a couple things on a cool, like, futuristic holographic yeah. screen? Yeah. I mean, I was even interested in forensic science because I watched those shows. And I'm probably still interested in it because I have the patience for that if it because i still think it's interesting but i'm well aware of how much effort and time and waiting goes into those kind of things now so i don't know i might be less and less enthusiastic about going through that kind of training yeah 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 good show go check it out it's a good definitely silly comedy yeah that doesn't take itself seriously at all and you'll appreciate it for that very reason Mm -hmm. uh and then also we watched october well we started october faction I still don't know why, but... I think we'll figure that out oh, in the show. Okay. Uh, so we watched October Faction on Netflix, which I never heard of this. It just showed up one day in the, you know, hey, check this shit out. You yeah. Know? That, that was the hey, category. check this shit out. I think that was the name of the category. Yeah. <laughs> shit to check out. <laughs> it's really popular at the entrance to uh, game shows in Taiwan. <laughs> Pull your pants down. Check this shit out. <laughs> well, it would more be like, pull my pants down. Check this shit out. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, that's the more accurate scenario. That's true. Sir, pull your pants back up. <laughs> you know this is a park, right? <laughs> uh, so, yes, October Faction. Not at all released in October. Missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
So basically, it looks like it's a bounty hunter kind of show for creatures. Like they yeah. they they hunt creatures. It seems that way, yeah. So far, it's been vampires, but the vampires look really fucking weird. Yes. They're not very traditional they're looking vampires. They're very different, yeah. And really, they just kind of like reference that they're vampires. Other than that, you had no idea. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of got the vibe of the Umbrella Academy. It's got that kind of vibe to me. Okay. Uh, but it's like about a family, and the parents are these creature hunters, and the kids aren't, but they... I assume we'll come into it at some point, learning all this shit. I assume that's the yeah, point of the show. Yeah, they're clearly focusing like on a family. kept out of the loop for now. But, yeah. Uh, but it's uh, probably about to go down. Is what yeah. it seems like. Yeah, shit's going down. Yeah, because <laughs> somebody pulled their pants down. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, I did not really expect the show at all. I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, I think we're only three or four episodes in. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. So yeah. we're gonna continue watching it. I didn't think I would ever see what's her name in a show again, because I watched Bones like religiously. Oh yeah, so she was like somebody on that show. She was the coroner. It's an interesting fact. So I've never seen her as like a main character. And gotcha. She's, it, it's nice. She's pretty good. It's interesting. Yeah, I. I mean, I don't. I, she's the only one I really recognize on this show so far. Yeah. But I, I'm. Just, I don't know if the dad is anybody famous. I don't really know who he is. He as looks far vaguely as familiar, but yeah, I don't I feel recognize like he's him for anything been in particular. Like, you know, sub roles of yeah. movies or something, but I don't recognize them really. And then the kids look like they're new. I don't. Yeah, I've never I don't seen know them before. Anything that they're from, um, but I would recommend this show to anybody who's into like creature feature kind of things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, it's got the Netflix tone to it. it. You know, the filming style is very much a Netflix. It's got that Auburn kind of glow to it. You know what I mean? Yes. I don't know. That's that's the first thing I thought of. <laughs> To describe it. Yeah. It's just got that Netflix style to it. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that I'm hooked on like I need to know what's happening. But yeah. like they better fucking tell me. Yeah. You know? I'm interested to see where the storyline's going. Where it like till it all kind of comes to a head. Yeah. Things <laughs> have happened that I'm like hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting judgy. Yes. So, yeah. That's So true. they better explain some things. Yeah. They've got some explaining to do Lucy. Yeah. 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 Or October faction. Yeah. You got some explaining to do, October faction. <laughs> it's just explaining. Oh. No explaining. Oh. <laughs> I guess I didn't watch that enough. You didn't watch I Love Lucy? Yeah. You didn't have to explain it to me. That's not surprising at all. Because you're not an old woman. Yeah. That's yeah. true. <laughs> Caught me. Nor did you live with an old woman. So. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Okay, well, so we're going to continue it. Yes. I recommend checking it out if you're into those kind of things. Yeah. It's your typical Netflix show with creatures. Yeah. So I'd say it's slightly different than like Stranger Things though. It's got a different tone than that. Yes. It's more Umbrella Academy than Stranger Things. Yes. So it's a good hybrid of those two shows, I guess. Yeah. Just to jump back into the Super Bowl, Disney Plus had a um, Marvel ad. It wasn't even a trailer. Yeah. I just threw this on this because we technically watched it. Yeah, and it seemed like <laughs> and, they just hid a bunch of trailers inside of a commercial. Yeah. So basically, it seemed like they hid, you know, their Marvel shows, snippets of those shows within mm-hmm. a commercial for Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Uh, it was a very clever use of yeah. their time. Mm-hmm. That way they don't have to focus on one specific show either. Yes. So uh, what they did was they had just clips 
basically trying to get you to want Disney Plus uh, yeah. from One Division, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and Loki. Yes. Loki was really just kind of like a throwaway thing at the end. Yeah. He's like the end credit scene of a movie. Yeah. In this commercial. Yeah. And there really wasn't a lot to be learned uh, from that. So, WandaVision, I think, was probably the biggest content and the most intriguing. Yes. Out of the group. Yeah. Uh, you know, as you referenced Lucy's explanation. Or yeah. Explanation. Explanation, yeah. They kind of jump between different decades, it looks like. Yeah. And, and the outfits and the tone of the filming mm-hmm. and all that stuff. and it, Yeah. It uh, seemed like they're doing... Uh, at least an homage to very stereotypical uh, show like sitcoms of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of them were very clearly references to specific shows based on the set and the the clothing and all that. So we have a kind of a list we worked it through. If anybody wants is curious. Yeah, and if you're not old, fuck well. Then you can just skip past this part if you want to. Yeah. Um. So. There's a scene where Wanda is in, like, they're in, there's, like, a wedding dress, and he's in a suit, Vision's in a suit, and it's black and white, and if you look in the background, you can see it very clearly, to me, I actually did watch this show, so, (laughs) uh, I watched Bewitched when it was on TV Land, not, like, when it was originally on, but it looked, like, just like the house Mm -hmm. in Bewitched. I Um, mean, and that would be an appropriate show, right? Scarlet Witch? Exactly. Um, and... Then you've got another one where she's in a uh, like a 50s style button dress, old fashioned with the collar, and it's in black and white and she's on a TV set and then some scenes she's not, but it kind of gives you vibes of I Love Lucy or Leave it to Beaver. Um, and one of the articles I read actually pointed out that when she answers uh, Vision Residence is almost exactly how like the tone that she answers it with is just like when Lucy answers the phone. She says Ricardo residence, obviously not Vision, but mm. she says it like the same way. I see. I mean, it's nothing like super exciting, but because it's not like it's a, a weird thing to say when you answer the phone back in the day. Um, and then we noticed a two scenes, I think, where there was a we have uh, Wanda with their long straight hair and seventies style clothing, and then the second part. That we see her like that. It's got that stereotypical, like, that staircase and the ficus in the yeah, background. It, that's the staircase was basically straight up Brady Im- Bunch. Yeah, immediately like, oh, that's the Brady yeah. Bunch. I didn't yeah. really even watch the Brady Bunch, but I but saw the staircase know. Yeah. and I was like, yeah, that's Marsha. Yeah, <laughs> there's Mar- Wait, that's not. What? <laughs> yeah. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, exactly. You got some splitting to do. Okay. Um, let's see. And then there's. One where she's got like a half a half down ponytail situation, pink outfit, and Vision's wearing like a plaid shirt. This one kind of looks like it's from Family Ties or a show around that time period because they all kind of had the same mm-hmm. look and set. And then we've got this one I didn't catch. Uh, we were all we were both kind of talking about it, and I, I found it on the same article I referenced about the uh, um, answering the phone like I love Lucy. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the big hair with the plaid shirt and suspenders and her hands on her hips and if you look in the background you can see like the fucked up, like the fridge is all like cluttered and the, the horrible wallpaper is like straight up Roseanne. Like, yeah, it looks like it's from. And Roseanne. I didn't catch that, but once you referenced Roseanne, I was like, oh yeah, the fridge. Yeah. That was like the first thing I was like, oh the fridge. Yeah, I wasn't even looking at the fridge, and then when I read, <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the fuck? How did I like? I didn't miss. I missed that completely because I was too busy staring at her trying to figure out who she was, and um. Yeah, so that was a pretty good one. Um, and then you see, this one is an interesting one. 
I don't know, it's it might be a stretch, but there's a scene where she's wearing like her her comic book Scarlet Witch costume, but it's clearly like a cheapy costume version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if anybody remembers from like Charmed or Buffy, that's totally something that they would do, like in a kind of like slightly meta way, like they're real witches, but they would wear like a silly witch costume. Gotcha. Um, and that staircase that is in that scene reminds me of the one in Charmed. So I don't know. Okay. It's a thought. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then you also have some peppered in modern day looking stuff slash real life, whatever's going yeah, on. Yeah, it kind of flickered in with like <clears throat> modern stuff. So I'm yeah. I'm pretty confident this show is going to be her having a breakdown after his death mm-hmm. and her trying to cope with it and mm-hmm. live inside her mind mm-hmm. with him. Yes. Trying to make this perfect family relationship or whatever and, yeah. and not deal with what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's, in a sense, going to be an origin story for Scarlet Witch. Yes. Because they don't really call her the Scarlet Witch no, ever. No, they don't. She's never referred to as that character. And we have been told by, was it Faggy or who, somebody was said that this is when we were going to actually be introduced to the Scarlet Witch. That would make sense. Was, yeah. one of the people at Yeah, Disney. so I think this show is going to introduce her as Scarlet Witch and then... Doctor Strange 2 will kind of embrace mm. showing her use those That'll powers. That'll be really exciting to see her at come her alive. Full power, mm-hmm. at least as a sane person. Yeah. Unless she's something he has to find a way to save her or something. Right, yeah. Maybe she's, you know, crazy, powerful, and out of control in that movie. And yeah. I don't know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I, this has probably got my most interest out of the three. Yeah, definitely. It, it seems like it's a very artsy take in creative concepts for what they're going to do with this character. Mm-hmm. And this writer, Captain Marvel's, you know, sequel mm-hmm. for the, that movie. Yeah. So, again, she might be doing some good stuff. So mm-hmm. I would not be shocked if this was a really good storytelling for this character. Yeah. Uh, and then jump back in some Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, they kind of show some stuff that looks like a U.S. agent. I know there was like... Rumors at one point, and then they actually cast Wyatt Russell as U.S. agent. Okay. Uh, there's, like, a scene where you see what looks like Captain America running in like on a base or a football field, sorry, running down a football field with, like, a bunch of cheerleaders and stuff, and it looks like it's, like, a high school kind oh, of setting. Oh, that guy? Interesting. And uh, so I'm interested to see what that's about, but it, I, it, it seems like it's going to be U.S. agent based off. The outfit, it's slightly different than Captain America's, but it's similar enough. Um, It's definitely not uh, Sam, so it's definitely not Falcon. Yeah, you can tell that very... Uh, And then Loki was like the teaser at the end of this Disney Plus commercial. And they just show him in what appears to be prison-like outfit, telling somebody that he's going to burn this whole place down or something like that. Yeah. Uh, And it's got like a initials TVA on whatever jumpsuit kind of thing he's wearing yeah so again time variance authority is what that's kind of leaning toward seeing how he's got the space stone and he's jumping through time according to the summary of this show so chances are he did something he wasn't supposed to Mm-hmm. that's so weird for him yeah <laughs> hella weird and uh the background of the time variance authority they basically are you know Time cops, as we've established. <laughs> Jean-Claude Van Damme runs the show. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much go after anybody who tampers with 
time and existence and changes things drastically. Okay. So, had me thinking, would the Avengers fall in this category hmm. with the Infinity Gauntlet snaps and shit oh, like shit. that? Would any of that have any kind of, you know, would that fall under their guidelines of you can't change shit? Or is what they did what is supposed to happen? Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a good question. Mm. Questions, questions, questions. Yep. You got some splitting the dual Feige. <laughs> I feel like you've said that before. I think I did. Okay. That's <laughs> a weird deja vu right, right now. Yeah. I feel like I did. <laughs> it all comes back, I guess. <laughs> Maybe that's why I said it. it. Yeah. Yeah, watch. (laughs) I tampered with time. Yeah. And I've seen it before, but the time variance authority wiped my memory. (laughs) It's a conspiracy. They're trying to hide the truth that I've seen this show before or had this conversation at the very least. Yeah. (sighs) We're getting down to the nitty gritty. You're about to unlock all of your hidden memories. Yeah. Fucking Jean-Claude Van Damme. Always scheming against me. Yeah. You know another movie we need to watch? <laughs> what? Sudden Death. I don't know that one. It's a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> about terrorists attacking a Something. hockey arena during the oh, uh, Stanley Cup game. During overtime? With Pittsburgh Penguins and I don't remember who else. Oh my gosh. And uh, yeah, so it's called Sudden Death. Right. And it's basically like Die Hard. Okay. But like a knockoff. Got hockey it. With movie. Ho- with hockey. Yeah. Got it. So good. <laughs> sounds great. Yeah. Sounds wonderful. Okay. I just want to jump into that. So since commercial. you brought up hockey though, I want to make sure you're aware. That guy, Wyatt Russell, did you know he used to be a hockey player? Like a pro? It says pro, but it was like clearly like farm team stuff. Okay. Well, I mean. But regardless, it's still pretty cool. Yeah. He was a goaltender. He was on the Richmond Sockeyes, the Langley Hornets, the Something Express. Chicago Steel, Brampton Capitals, and Groningen Grizzlies. Hmm. Okay. He played NCAA hockey for the Chargers at University of Alabama in Huntsville. Okay. Pretty so, crazy. Yeah. It'd be even crazier if he still played. Yeah. And had a career His career was cut Hollywood. short due to injuries, unfortunately, so I think that's when he started acting. Gotcha. Yeah, that's my problem, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was injured by not being as good as everybody else. <laughs> you were emotionally injured. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of trash, though. Yeah. Who are you calling yourself trash? Nah. Oh, I guess I was. I don't know. (laughs) No, I'm like good for beer league. Yeah. (laughs) You're beer league good. I'm beer league good. Yeah. We got a a special Super Bowl edition of Trailer Trash or Treasure. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. So there was enough trailers that I thought we could just do a roundup of those ones. Mm -hmm. I don't want to get too much into them everyone can obviously go find these trailers especially a day after the super bowl yeah but i just thought it'd be fun to get into uh some of these i agree and uh just say what we thought of them so fast and furious 9 they actually had a different trailer than the original one that was released a couple days ago so we watched both yes uh basically more fast and furious Mm -hmm. uh somehow they found a way to make it even more ridiculous than they did before yeah uh, you know, with the, the car magnet to the plane bullshit. Oh my God. And then the, I'm going to run into this pillar mm-hmm. and then it's going to stick to my wheel. And then I'm just going to swing around yeah. a cliff yeah. in my car. Just knowing that was going to work somehow. Yeah. <laughs> somehow he just knew it would work. 
and they wouldn't just fall to their death. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's the problem. Interesting. <laughs> interesting. Uh, Charlie Theron is back, it looks like. Mm-hmm. So I guess she's the overarching enemy, I guess, now. It seems like it. At least for this one. Their haircut's worse this time, though. I thought it was better, because oh. it's not like hippie status it's not like dreads that's true. yeah i just don't like the bowl not that cut. i have a thing against dreads just i don't i just don't like, like the dreads. bowl cut it freaks me out <laughs> not that i have anything against dreads i just don't like dreads <laughs> that's fine i just hate bowl cuts so it freaks me out ah i thought it was fine okay anyway it fits her does it yeah she's a strong independent woman i think a bowl cut fits anyone it's a strong independent look no it's not strong independent woman it's a i don't have a hairdresser look (laughs) they do it's called a bowl (laughs) and and scissors scissors. (laughs) really anyone is their hairdresser yeah and then they brought han back yeah at the end of the trailer so clear retcon Uh probably because all the whatever the hashtags about like what about han or whatever yeah whatever the hell it was i don't remember what it was but yeah after hobbs and shaw and they're like this is bullshit yeah he needs to be punished for his actions yeah you know a fictional character yeah in a blockbuster movie yeah about cars going faster every time yes so people decided that they couldn't accept him because of han and his supposed murder of him yeah so they clearly are retconning that and it's like oh he didn't die yeah Oh, it was a misunderstanding. It's probably going to turn out to be something like, oh, he did this to make it seem like he yeah. died, and then he didn't. He's yeah. not a killer, so he just pretended like he killed him so yeah. that he could uh, get behind who's fucking doing this. Cred. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what the street cred part, but... It was a joke. <laughs> okay. He's obviously already had street cred. Yeah. Yeah. What? Nothing. It's a real word. I know it is. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, interesting, huh? Bringing back Han and... Yeah. It's fine. It's going to be obvious that he's just going to be like, this is their way of letting Shaw be a part of the family now. Yeah. And people don't have beef and then yeah. blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Uh, there was a trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog. Hold up. Are what? we rating these? Or did oh, yeah. Sorry. Out? Sorry. Yeah. What so is... what would you give Fast and Furious 9? Typical. Typical? It's about what I would expect from them. Okay. Yeah. I felt the same. Yeah. It's ridiculous and I want to see it, but like, that's what I expect. Like, oh, fuck. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. More yeah. completely unreasonable, unrealistic things. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Sounds yeah. great. Yeah. I'll be there. It's yeah. just. But the trailer didn't sell it to you. No. It's just a concept. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Same page. Gotcha. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog surprisingly had a trailer, which started out as though some, it was some bullshit yeah. sports. Yeah. Interview thing. Yeah, that was weird. And then it turned into a clever little Sonic trailer. Yeah. A uh, little bit more stuff than we've seen. Kind of give a little bit more of the his interactions with uh, the the villain of the movie. Mm-hmm. Jim Carrey's character. Dr. Robotnik or whatever his name is. Yeah. I don't know. I'm planning on seeing this. I'd yeah. say it's a typical, to be honest. Yeah. I, um, I agree. It was I plan to see this movie, but I'm not dying to see it. Yeah. But actually, it's it, what? Four, the, the 14th, I think, comes out, right? Uh, yeah. Oh shit, we'll be too busy binging TV at home in our yeah, underwear. Yeah, we're not going to have time. We won't be able to get to the theater. Yeah, we could probably make an exception. Hmm. Uh, what do you think? What did you What would you give it? Typical? I also said typical. Okay, yeah. so we got a lot of typicals so far. Yeah. Which has pretty much been the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, commercials and stuff overall. Yeah. Trailers were kind of like, there was not a whole lot that I thought would be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. More of the same... As far as I'm aware, yeah. the first trailer. It didn't look any different than the yeah, others to me. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, 
Yep, that's Top Gun. That's Tom Cruise flying a plane. It's trash for me. Trash? Okay. Yeah. I'm really fucking tired of seeing the same fucking trailer over and over again. Okay. Like, I just don't care. Can somebody please cast Tom Cruise in a movie where he cures cancer so he can literally cure cancer? Because I feel like every time he is in a movie, it's like, well, he legitimately learned to fly the plane or the helicopter or whatever fucking bullshit he did. Yeah. So cast him as a fucking world-renowned yeah. scientist so he can fucking do some lot good of, in the world. A lot of idiots in the world that haven't figured this out. Just <laughs> cast him to do yeah. world-saving things. Cast him as, like, I don't know, a Nobel Peace Prize winning fucking scientist or some shit where he can cure world hunger. <laughs> He'd figure out a way because yeah. he wants to do it himself. Or... You could cast them as an amputee who's got no education in the science field but cures cancer. Because that's the story you told. Who cares? As long as he does something good, he'll find a way to do it because he has to do everything himself. Just saying. Stop fucking casting him in shit where he learns how to fly a new thing. We get it. He learns how to fly things. Yeah. Fly the old thing. Yeah. You still have it. It's hella wasteful, man. (laughs) Um, I I, I wouldn't say it's a trash. I, I mean, I don't. Again, I don't really care about this movie, but like Yeah, I just don't care. It's what I expect it to be, so I'm yeah. gonna call it typical. That's fine. Uh so I'll give it a little bit of credit. Okay. Oh, sorry. I was <laughs> trying to be quiet because I didn't want to get interrupted. Yeah. Well, all these monsters everywhere. Right, right. Uh we saw a quiet place trailer two, I guess it is. Yeah. Maybe three. I don't know how many they've had officially. I guess the first was more of a teaser. Yeah. So we'll say this is two. This is probably the first official uh, real trailer. So this was pretty much more the same footage of the other trailer, but they added the, John Krasinski's his side little the, scene in the yeah. beginning. Otherwise, it was just a remix of the same yes. footage Agreed. from the first trailer. I mean, I'm, I'm interested, so I'm going to call it a treasure for me because mm-hmm. I... I'm really inter- interested in this movie, and I like how they did that other take where it's the same situation, but it's his perspective it's his, yeah. and not hers. I agree. Because I, I think in the trailer they even reference like the son says like, "Oh, like, oh that's dad, dad or that's something" dad. as yeah. they're driving away. Yeah, like, crazy. And she's like, "Where?" She starts out. backing up, and then it's like a whole fucking panic situation. Yeah. yeah. Which I can't tell. Does she back up? Because the bus is coming at her, or does she back up because he said dad? That was dad. Um, I feel like she starts to back up because it was that there's dad, but Uh then she sees the bus and she's like, oh fuck, I actually really have to back up. Yeah. That's my interpretation, but maybe we'll get more information in the movie. Yeah. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. So (laughs) it's just the trailer (laughs) over and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a treasure. I feel like I didn't learn a whole lot more in this trailer than I did in the first one, but I still liked it. Okay. I just realized I misspoke earlier. I meant to say it's the second real trailer. I said first, but obviously we saw the first one. Yeah. So I just unless you just earlier. really didn't think the first one was good enough to no, be it was, labeled a trailer. It was acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really interested to see more characters besides I mean, just this family. Yeah, it was. It was technically it was the first trailer, but I mean, was it really the first trailer? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest, you know. Yeah. And then this was a bit of a surprise, and uh, so Minions. There's a prequel, I guess, movie, The Rise of Gru. Again, probably not our. You know, cup of tea. But I've seen the other ones. Yeah. I could swear that it defied what the backstory was in the other movies for how he met them. But I guess I was wrong. So he did meet them when he was a kid. Because that's what they show on the trailer. Yeah. And I was like, I thought you met him when he was an adult. Just landing on an island or some shit. Mm-hmm. But I guess I was wrong. So 
I need to pay more attention to the Minion franchise. Yeah. And, you know, Way take it more up. seriously yeah. next time. Um, eh, well, typical. It, I don't... Yeah, same. It's something I would watch if it was available, but I'm not going to go out my way for it. Um, I don't really have a love for the Minions. They're okay in small doses, though. Yeah. Uh, and then Mulan was a surprise uh, trailer that I did not expect to see. Yeah. So that's one I was kind of surprised by. Mm-hmm. I never saw the cartoon movie. So I don't know how it looks, you know, uh, as far as the tone to that Mm -hmm. version. But, I mean, it looks like a typical. (laughs) It's a typical. Yeah, I agree. That was the problem with all this stuff. They were all, they were all like cool movies, but they were just like typical trailers. They just weren't mind-blowing. And then usually Super Bowl spots are mind-blowing. So I don't know what, if all the advertising people were on fucking vacation or people just have like different standards now. But I just, I didn't see... I didn't see what I wanted to see this year. Yeah. So, I don't know. Mulan was... It was fine. Yeah. I actually don't even know if I even care to see it, to be honest, but it, I probably will. I'm assuming we will, because uh, we have unlimited. We should probably check out the cartoon movie, because I've never seen it. Yeah, we should watch uh, the Unless cartoon. you think I should just watch this first, and then the cartoon. I don't know. I have no idea if it matters. I know people really like the cartoon one, but... Yeah. I don't know. It, I assume it's on Disney+. Plus. I would imagine. It would be really confusing if it wasn't. Uh, and then... The best for last, uh, Black Widow. Yes. Which I kind of I expected to see a trailer for Black Widow. Yeah. Because it comes out in May. Yeah. We're in beginning of February. That's two three months, I guess. Yeah. You know, this is a good time, the Super Bowl, to get everybody to see this, get people amped mm-hmm. for the next one. Yeah. You know, so it was a, a clear marketing tactic that they should be doing. If they didn't, it would be dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a whole lot of new footage. Again, there was a little bit. Some of it was pretty much just reuse of the first trailer. Uh, they did show a little bit more of Taskmaster, which I thought was nice. The costume looked better in this trailer than the screenshots we saw of him. His mm-hmm. helmet looked a little bit better. Interesting thing. They mm-hmm. show him pick up a shield similar to Captain America's by stomping on it and then catching it. Uh, yeah. Very much like Captain America has done in previous movies. Yeah. So I'm curious if that's going to be like a wink that he, you know, his power is he can watch people's fighting techniques Mm -hmm. and then copy them. Oh, yeah. So I'm curious if it's going to be maybe he's encountered Captain America at some point in between when we don't know what Captain America was out doing. Yeah. You know, when he was on the run. Mm-hmm. Or if it's going to be he was able to just look at footage of somebody fighting. That would be a handy skill. And he doesn't have to see it in person, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think there's going to be more to that. It was a nice little Easter egg, I guess you will. Yeah. Uh, and then I, the previous trailer, even, he had the bow and arrow. So yeah. I guess you could take that as maybe Hawkeye's skills were... Oh, that's true. ...were used there. Um. Yeah, I really enjoyed this. I'd, I'd give it a treasure. I agree. Um, it was a little bit more of the same footage, but the little they did show, I think, was good. Yeah. Like I said, Taskmaster, I think it gave a little bit more about him. Uh, I like the touch of saying the Avengers weren't her first family, and it yeah. kind of brings in like that whole like aspect of her life. Yeah. Um, you get a little bit more about the Black Widow organization. I just have a lot of questions with this, so I'm more interested in it than I think I was... Before this trailer? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was interested before the trailer because of the last one. But this one's done more, I think, for me. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty much it for the trailers. 
Uh, I don't think there was anything that we were missing, but uh, mm. what did you think? Did you a, a Black Widow? I guess I liked it. I thought it was good. I definitely I agree. It was a lot of uh, footage we'd seen in the previous trailers, but it was just enough of a change to make it fresh. Okay, so you say typical then? Uh, no, I'd say treasure. Treasure. I liked okay. It. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so I mean, overall, we were everything was typical, but we had a couple we liked and mm-hmm. didn't like. I guess. Yeah. Uh, was there anything missing? Did you feel like, not necessarily a franchise, but just like a type of movie that you were, I don't know. Like, it just felt like something was missing on this cluster of trailers. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm sure there was a lot missing movie-wise, but I was really more concerned about where the fuck are my Budweiser Clydesdales. Because, I know this is a commercial, not a movie, but I should have mentioned it earlier, I guess, but... That's like a, something that people come to expect every year, and we didn't fucking have that. And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" It was bullshit. Oh, they were probably filming Horse Girl. No, you don't think so? I don't think so. But that was maybe uh, they noticeably oh, absent for me. Maybe they pulled in to do the filming of the commercial, and then somebody mistakenly played "Goodbye Horses," and they just left. And they just left. Okay. They just they just galloped away. That could be it flying over you what did you think was missing um well i mean i knew there wasn't going to be a trailer at least most likely i've grown to really it's kind of becoming a a tradition for me to see a transformers trailer during the super bowl that's a good point yeah i know it hasn't been every year but most of them yeah there's a trailer for a transformers movie that's a good point and i always enjoy those Mm -hmm. even though the movies aren't necessarily the, the greatest. I have always enjoyed enjoy just seeing the next, what they're going to do. Yeah. And I just kind of, I guess, took it for granted that that's a Super Bowl thing. Mm-hmm. And so not having it, it felt a little empty. Yeah. Um, So I'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, trailers, commercials. There was a lot of things that were missing. Um, Like Doritos wasn't that heavily there like they usually yeah, are all they had was that one with the dancing situation yeah, and i thought they could have okay. done more with that they could like literally the mustache was the coolest part yeah and that was the first thing they did yeah they should have made him dance only with his mustache the entire time that would yeah. have been the funny thing good point so idiots morons yep nincompoops <laughs> yeah okay well i mean that's it for the our super bowl edition of trailer trash or treasure indeed Want to jump into some of the movie news? Yeah, we have a little bit of movie news, and then we're gonna do our uh, Oscars preview discussion situation, right? Yeah, yeah. We saw a lot of fucking movies. Oh god, yeah. We did. Lots of fucking movies. Yeah. Um. So Peter Sarsgaard was cast in Batman or the Batman. Yes. Uh. Batwatch 2020. Batwatch 2020. Yeah. Turns out he's playing District Attorney Gil Coulson. Interesting. Um. At least that's what we're being told. Who knows? Maybe it's a lie to throw off who he's really going to be. Mm, yeah, that could be a thing. Mm. Uh, man, well, I mean, speaking of things. Yeah, what stuff? Yeah, things and stuff. Stuff and things. Um, So, you ever watched the thing? I did not. That's the original sick. or the remake? No. Which I guess was a prequel, but it was really just I a remake. I didn't watch any of those. Okay. Not that I, I think it probably would be fine for me to watch. I just okay. never Or, got or the, the novel? Did you ever read the novel? No, I didn't. No, okay. Uh, so the thing is getting a remake, but it's based on unused writing from the novel, from yeah. what I understand. Yeah, and it's the novel "Who Goes There" by John W. Campbell. 
Okay. So that's where I'm confused. Though. So is it going to be the whole movie plus the stuff, or is it going to be a completely different movie, but set in the same universe? Oh, of I see. That story. Uh, I, the way I understood it is it was going to be um, just extra pages in the novel that were not incorporated into the first one. Okay, so they're making their whole different story out of it. That's what I understood. Okay. I well, I mean, wrong. I guess so, so it's not really a remake in that sense, but... Okay, well, I mean, I I enjoy the thing, so... Yeah. I'm interested in, in what they can do with that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, speaking of Transformers, missing yeah. the Super Bowl. Yeah. I guess we know why now. Yeah. Because they were quietly at work figuring out what the fuck they're going to do for the future. Yeah. Uh, so, rumors are they are going to revamp the franchise and start with two films one of which will potentially be focused on beast wars okay which is it was like a cgi cartoon on upn i think it was back in like the 90s uh it was only like three seasons um basically it was like optimus prime and megatron in sense but they were different characters Mm-hmm. But the same characteristics, and then they had their Maximals, which were the Autobot side, and the Predacons, which were the Decepticon side. Yeah. And they were animals instead of vehicles. Okay. And it was set in a like prehistoric time, hence why there was dinosaurs and stuff like that. Right. And then they get into this whole like crazy shit where it's tied to the Transformers universe, right, blah, right. blah, blah. You know, it's probably the story or whatever. Yeah. They've got comics and stuff, and I really enjoyed that series. So that's exciting to hear that they could do something with that. This one, I think, is supposedly going to be developed by James Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. At least, um, see, I've traced that to multiple different sources, and basically what I found was from, the, from Variety, they said, quote, the Vanderbilt project, from what I heard, is based on Transformers spinoff Beast Wars. Yeah, well, because none of this is official. It's right. just speculation. It's just from this, what this person heard, so... Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, people have been rumbling about wanting Beast Wars for a while now, so... Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so, that's one potential project, and mm-hmm. then the other one is supposedly something under Jobby Herald, mm-hmm. and it's going to tie into the Bumblebee universe. Okay. Which... They've kind of set themselves in this weird position where they made that movie a reboot and also included in the other movies. Yeah. So that they could go either way. So let's hope they just go the route that's not the other movies. Right. And just reboot completely. Um, Basically, I expect to see a bunch of movies based off each character, you know, like Bumblebee. Like individual stories and then they'll do the Avengers thing at some point and do a transformers movie got it okay that's what i expect them to be yeah because they have talked about wanting to do a joint universe bullshit so i guess next year super bowl i expect to see something yeah definitely not two things actually yeah what's the first one well beast wars and then the bumblebee universe yeah title they better exist yeah and then speaking of things that better exist well not better exist i guess this already does exist yeah lethal weapon 5 reportedly in the works Okay. Uh, via The Hollywood Reporter. They had a roundtable discussion with Dan Lin, producer for the TV show of Lethal Weapon. And he made comments that they are working on a Lethal Weapon 5 movie. Uh, if anyone is unfamiliar with the show, it was basically a CBS show, I believe, that um, 
ended after like a few seasons because there's a bunch of drama with the uh, actors and there was right. like whatever anger issues that affected the set and okay ended up just shutting the show down. So yeah. maybe that's why they're going into Lethal Weapon Five now yeah. to continue it without having to deal with the show anymore. Who knows? I've only seen like a few of those movies. I'm not like a huge fan of them. Yeah. But you know what I am a huge fan of? Hmm. It's, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. And you know what? They reminded the world after this news that they already made a Lethal Weapon 5. Okay. Yes. And it is really good. Yeah. So I don't know why they're even wasting their time with this. Yeah. I don't remember if I watched those episodes or that episode, but I saw some screenshots. It was one of the later seasons. They I did saw a, some screenshots. It was pretty good. Yeah. They had like a, a show. It was like one of the episodes was D was uh, sculpting the youth or something. Like she was like helping kids, you know, okay. educating kids and shit. And they did like a, they created a script for Lethal Weapon 5 and they like presented it as a play right. to these children. And like it got like ridiculous. It was yeah. such a good one. And then like later seasons, they had a Lethal Weapon 6 that they were working on that never ended up happening because of like a joke in the show or whatever. Right. Uh, so don't waste your time, Dan. It's Always Sunny already took care of this. Yeah. We don't need you making like some cheap ass runner up to the real lethal weapon five i'd even go as far to say it's always sunny should have gotten an oscar for that performance of lethal weapon five i mean i wouldn't be against that well it's a little late now oh it's in the past okay i don't think they can get it at this point miss that opportunity unless they make a new category for like best didn't get an oscar performance yeah best of the worst (laughs) uh but you know what we do have a shit ton of movies that we did watch That are all Oscar Best Picture contenders. Yes. And I cannot stress enough how we've watched so many fucking movies this week. It's been a a packed week with movies. I mean, you could argue there's nine movies Uh in this category. You could argue we watched ten based off one of the fucking movies. Oh my god. Seriously. Stupid. (laughs) To be fair, we didn't watch them all this week, but we did watch four. And then we watched... Yeah, some of them we didn't watch this week, but yeah. we watched like four or five of them all just right, this one all week. all recently, and then we did watch... Wait, we watched dish- movies that weren't on this, Yeah, yeah, we did. We watched this It was this really week. good, so... But it was not on this list because it just came out this year, so... Yeah, so we'll talk about that one next week. Yeah, next time. Uh, mm-hmm. But, I mean, so Oscar Best Picture nominations are Little Women, Parasite, The Irishman, Marriage Story... Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 1917, Joker, Jojo Rabbit, and Ford vs. Ferrari. We saw all of these pictures. Mm-hmm. This is the first time I think I could say that I've seen yes. everything in a category to actually say I have a legitimate opinion yes. of all of this. Last year, I think I had seen zero of them. So I think we've made a significant improvement <laughs> since last year. Yeah, I would say that's about a, like a... 900 percent yeah <laughs> pretty much so uh why don't we start with the ones we watched this week so it'd be yeah. kind of like a part our review part just going over like all the nominations oscar review and what we think and all that shit yeah so let's start small let's work our way up yeah how so do that little women okay like yeah. the littlest of the them. The littlest of the, the women. The littlest of the women. Yeah, tiny women. Yeah. So we saw that this week. Mm-hmm. Started out a really shitty experience for me. Yeah. Hell of empty fucking yeah. uh, theater. 
Of course, our two seats are right next to this old couple who are sitting not in our seat. Next to them. Next to them. Yeah. But they have all their shit in my seat. Yeah. And I walk up and I go, oh, can I sit here? This is my seat. Yeah. And, and she just looks at me like I'm some crazy tweaker. Like, I, I she yeah. doesn't understand what the fuck I'm and saying. she was like, oh, you want me to move this? Like, we were crazy. It's like, yeah. And yeah, I would like yeah, to sit in the seat that I my seat. picked. Yeah. Long before you were around because there was nobody seeing this movie when we picked right. seats. Right, exactly. So, I mean, it did end up being awkward, I think, just yeah. because there were so few other people. But we didn't know that walking in, that there yeah. weren't going to be other people. So. Well, I mean, I wasn't really worried about it. Like... All I want to do is just sit down yeah. in my seat. And she, like, gets up. They, like, move to the, the row behind us. Yeah. Further, further to the right. Yeah. As though I, like, did something you, like, that interfered with their ability to watch this fucking movie yeah. where they were. So weird. So that kind of annoyed me. I feel like me. they thought we were the assholes, too. Yeah. That's what pissed me off the most was then I felt like I was the asshole mm-hmm. when I didn't do anything but just want to sit in the fucking seat that I picked. Yeah. And it wasn't even like she was sitting in it. It was just her fucking trash in it. Right. People, you know? Yeah, no kidding. So. And we had just watched a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. We lived it back to back. So that was impressive. We were able to do that and not miss any of the movies. Yeah. So I was already tired. And then. So this movie started out slow for me. Mm Mm-hmm. I had to get past my annoyance of the, the old hag. Yeah. You know? But I digress. I'm glad you were able to get past it. So, uh, we did watch Little Women. Mm-hmm. Neither of us were particularly that excited about it, but we did see it. Yeah. Critics scored 95% Rotten Tomato, 92% audience score. It's based off of a book by Louisa, is that right? Yeah, Louisa May Alcott. L- Louisa May Alcott. What a classy name. Yeah. Pretty big name for a little woman. Yeah, that so. is. So, I, I mean, it was a pretty straightforward film yeah basically it was about sisters who during the civil war are dealing with their problems in life yeah air quotes yes yeah <laughs> um which was kind of ironic that we saw this right after we saw I just know. mercy was... we'll talk about that more next episode definitely <laughs> Sorry. Okay. no no it's fine <laughs> but we did go into this and I made a poor decision because we were trying to power through all these Oscar nominees and we're like, oh, this is perfect. We can do a double feature, blah, blah, blah. And I really wanted to see Just Mercy and we had to do it that day because of my work schedule and there we weren't sure if they were showing it the following week, blah, blah, blah. Essentially, don't do that. It's not a good idea. Or see them the opposite. Yeah, if you saw order. them the opposite order, it might be okay. But it was like this extremely moving, insane, deep movie and then we go watch this and we're like, uh, what? <laughs> it was just, it, yeah. it was anticlimactic because their problems meant nothing to me after the yeah. problems of the previous movie. Yeah. So basically, uh, wah, wah, I want to be rich. Wah, go away. Pretty much. Yeah. No, everybody wants to be rich. Which that character, can't think of her name. Apparently she's the new Black Widow sister in yes. the Black Widow movie. Florence Pugh. Okay. Pew, pew, pew. Lawrence, pew, pew, pew. Yeah. It's not spelled that way, but close. Okay. (laughs) Yes. And we were trying to figure out, like, at least I was. I was thinking about it the whole movie. I was like, 
where the fuck do I know this bitch from? Like, I keep, like... Yeah, yeah, that was bothering back me. My head, I was all like, four of them, this? I was like, I recognize all of them, but the only one I really knew was from anything was uh, the one from Harry Potter. Yeah, that's the only one I even knew. Yeah, was actually from I something I could it. think of. Yeah, I knew Saoirse Ronan because I've seen a bunch of period pieces that she's done, and I knew obviously uh, Emma Watson and this Florence Pugh person was the one I um, couldn't place. What was the other one? Oh, the youngest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So basically, this was just, a, I guess, coming of ages story. It is slash awkward romantic. Yeah. Movie. There's. I mean, I'm not really spoiling. This is all like no. This a is book a very from how long very ago? old book, so none of it really many, should be many a spoiler. Remakes. Yeah, there of was a movie. One in the '90s. There was one in like so, '50s and the '30s. Um, it was really good acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. I definitely felt like I was in the time period. The The atmosphere was really, really shot well. Uh, I felt like it was hard to follow because of the time gaps, like the jumping around in time. At points, it you didn't, at least I didn't feel like I could tell that they were in a different time. And it wasn't until they changed a fucking haircut on somebody yeah, that I could finally start catching on to like what was what yeah. in between. I feel like I had a pretty decent idea of was what was of what was when, um, but it was a little confusing in the beginning when they first started doing that. Yeah, uh, but overall, like I know that they were supposed to be good people, but like I felt like they kind of felt like the Kardashians of the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, it was very. <laughs> That's kind of my instant vibe of these people was they just had their problems that were just not necessarily problems, yeah. but. I tried to look at it from the context of their time mm-hmm. and their situation, not, you know, now in my situation, right. looking at them. Yes. So trying to do that, I felt like I could be more understanding to what they were going through, mm-hmm. if you will. Yeah. So overall, what, were, what was your impression? Uh, I would say that this was a good movie. It was an enjoyable period piece, mm-hmm. uh, especially for someone who's never seen the Little Women movies ever. Mm-hmm. Um, very limited on the book reading. I don't think I've read the whole thing, but I think I've read some in mm-hmm. school. Uh, I would say it. It's a. I'd give it a three. Little Women, <laughs> out of five. It gets yeah. it. Not big women. No, <laughs> no, three me- medium sized women. Yeah. It. I don't know. It. It's a fine movie. It was enjoyable, but I don't feel like this is a Oscar contender, in my opinion. I 100% agree with you. I, I think I'm also going to be a three little woman. Like, I think they could potentially compete if any of them are in for supporting actor or actress supporting or actress, anything yeah. like that. I don't know what categories any of these uh, actresses are in, if any. Yeah. But I could I could see some of those. But as far as the movie itself, I don't feel like it was anything that stood out to me as impactful or, I don't know. Like, I think they just jumped on the whole period piece for the Oscars. Yeah. It was a solid film, but I don't think I would say it does anything more than the others so far. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that this was an Oscar contender. But it was enjoyable. Yeah. So I feel like it's one of those things where you either want to see this or you don't. Mm Mm-hmm. I wouldn't rush out and see it if you don't have interest already. Mm-hmm. Especially not for the Oscars. Yeah. Um, okay, what would you give it? 
I also give it a three. You give it a three? Yeah. Sorry, I'm a poser. Somebody had to do the posing. Yeah. So what about, um, what else did we see? We saw Parasite. That one has got... Uh, yeah, we had to wait till I guess, Saturday it was. Because yeah. this one was, like, gone when we got the yeah. service. And then now it came back for Best Picture. But yeah. it wasn't till Saturday. Yeah. Um, it's got a 99% tomato meter and 93% audience score. Uh, it's a South Korean film by uh, directed by Bong Joon-ho, I believe is the name. Yes. Um, and he's up for Best Director as well. And it was subtitled... Yes, it was a Korean film Korean with, film, with yeah. subtitles. Yeah. Which in the beginning that was distracting. Yeah. Because I was too focused trying to read that I was kind of missing things. not focusing on the film and interactions of people. Yeah. And then I quickly was like, I need to like pay more attention to yeah. the film and not so much word to word what's yeah, happening. Exactly. And get the gist of it all. Yeah. Um so at a certain point I was like fine with just reading. It it came more natural. Yeah. I mean I you know, do that with animes and shit, but I've never actually watched a movie. Right. That you had to have subtitles. So, um, what, what did you think? I know um, you were like less enthusiastic about reading subtitles. Um, not thrilled by reading subtitles, but, um, I thought it was really good. It was very interesting. It's different. I don't know what I expected, but it wasn't that exactly how i felt about this movie <laughs> i had no idea what it was about yeah. i had a general sense that it was about two families i didn't even interacting it, in some form i didn't look it up once and so i literally was like thinking it might actually have some kind of like creature in it oh, okay yeah gotcha <laughs> in my head which would make sense because yeah. I, I believe it was the i can't think of the name again with the creatures and shit that we yeah. watched on netflix a while back <sighs> We even looked it up, I think, a couple episodes yeah. ago. But whatever. And then he did the... Oh, the host. Train one? Yeah. the train. Actually, that's on Netflix currently, I believe. So if you wanted to check that I out. I keep wanting to call it Cold Pursuit, but that's not it, obviously. It's um, Snowpiercer. Yeah, the host and... Yeah, I mean, he does solid things. And yeah. And I think he's actually even a part of um, that Netflix movie about that weird animal. It's supposed to be like a real political thing. Mm-hmm. On Aji or Uji. Oh, Akju or Akja or something something like that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I've never seen it, but I guess it's got a pretty good cast on it. Okay, so he's known for the host. Yes. Snowpiercer. Yes. And and Akja. Akja. Yeah. That Netflix movie. Yes. Okay. And there's a handful of other things in there. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff. That's just the things I'm familiar with. Yeah. Um. So I. That was really all I knew about this film was that it had to do with two families, one rich, one poor, and they had some kind of interaction with each other that, for whatever reason, uh, I didn't know the context of how it went down. Uh, it's very, very, it's a very odd story, yes, but it's, it's a very good story, too. Yeah, it's super had a, weird. Had a lot of uh, meanings behind it, I think, as far as society. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it probably had a lot of social commentary specific oh, yeah. to Korea. Definitely. As well. Like it obviously applies everywhere, but I there yeah. must have been I imagine a lot of it was very specifically applied to Korea. Well, I was reading uh the the title Parasite was actually very uh concerning to the marketing team mm. because I guess the term parasite in Korea is like very literal. Oh, okay. And it's like a negative kind of connotation and yeah. so they were worried about using that in the marketing mm-hmm. that it would give them a bad image for the oh, film yeah. and people wouldn't want to see it. Mm-hmm. But they they ended up doing it, I guess. I mean, it so, worked out. Yeah. I feel like it was a good title. Very good title. Yeah. 
considering. Uh, I don't really want to get into like what the movie is, yeah. I, but I think this was a really good movie. Yeah. Um, I'm... if you can handle subtitles, and you're interested in a very interesting fucking story that you have zero clue where it's going. Yeah. It's a fun ride. You might not necessarily be fulfilled with the ending. Yeah. But you'll appreciate it. Yeah. I can put it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like I said, I think I had a lot of like meanings behind it as far as social class, uh, if not just Korea, but like the world even. Yeah. Uh, it was a very good, good film. Yeah. I really enjoyed okay. a lot of <laughs> what they did with this film. So yeah. I hope to see more. So uh, how many parasites do you give it? Oh man, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it five parasites. I think I think I'm gonna give it five parasites. Like it, it was a really good showing. Yeah. And the crazy shit is where we live, mm-hmm. you don't see very many people in the theaters in general, no matter yeah. the time or the day. True. I think we saw the most people at this showing, which is the only showing that day. Which maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this theater was practically filled for yeah. this movie. Yeah. A foreign film for best picture. Yeah. In an area where I would not expect anybody to give a shit to see something like that. Right. So, very surprising to see the turnout for this film. So, I, yeah. I'm glad that to see that people are, are watching this. Because it yeah. was a really good movie. Yeah. You gave it five? I gave it five. So, we got ten parasites. Yes. Call a doctor. Yeah. All or, right. Or the medical police. Yeah. Uh, so the, the other two we watched at home this week. Uh, the first one is The Irishman. <sighs> yeah, I know. Um, it's got a 96% tomato meter and 86% audience score. It is based on the book I Heard You Paint Houses by Charles Brandt. And it's directed by Martin Scorsese. And it's got, you know, the normal people that he puts in his movies. Yeah, it's his go-to cast, his, his essentially. His go-to old-as-fuck cast. Um, the movie was fine. Mm-hmm. And I'm putting that lightly. Yeah. I do not understand the critic score <sighs> and the audience score. I think they're too high. Yeah. This movie was very slow and i know that's kind of what you're getting with scorsese but it felt too slow uh i felt this was a three and a half hour fucking movie why is this movie so long seriously this should have been a fucking series yeah that's what i I would have been more interested in it if it was a series uh this movie is just way too long there's a lot of shit i felt it could have cut out none of it really felt like it needed to be there yeah. You're just telling a story, but they chose to tell it in a very long, systematic way. Yes. It's good, like, as far as the acting goes. You're getting, a, you know, quality acting out of, yeah. you know, That's true. actors that you, you expect. Um, but I just felt like it wasn't worth three and a half hours of my fucking day. Right. In fact, we didn't even watch it in we one didn't. sitting. We had to push we it off the two next sittings. day. We, we got tired about an hour and 15 left in the film. Yeah. And we just called it quits for that day or night. Yeah. And we continued it the next day. Yeah, it was ah. intense. Uh, I I think I I I don't know. It was fine. It was it was. Yeah, it was I don't good. think it was terrible. It just it just was... didn't really garner my attention. I kind of was just like I'm bored. I, I guess I'm not seeing the praise match up with what I watched. Yeah, um, I I don't get it. You know, like we said. This would have been a great 
series. Like I would have watched like the a, fuck out of this as a series. Like a limited run series. Yeah, I would have been like, I can't wait till like the next episode to find out what happens. Four or five episodes, you know, yeah. if not more, if you want to drag it out to right, like a right. full season. But it did not feel like but, it needed to be a movie. And I get that Scorsese just does movies, but... But like maybe that would have been a better headline. Hey, Scorsese's doing a TV show. Right. Exactly. A Marvel TV show. <laughs> yeah. Everybody collectively shits each other's pants. It's called The Irish Man. Yeah. <laughs> He's Irish Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh I mean it was fine. Uh I would say I would give this a I'll go 3. It was it was fine. Yeah. It was I also was going to give it a three. I feel like I'm just copying you now. You're fine. Yeah. Um, My little taskmaster yeah. over there. <laughs> One thing I will say, though, is I really do enjoy... Usually I enjoy Martin Scorsese movies. Um, but I felt like I knew what was going to happen in this one. And nothing was a surprise, per se, in my opinion. Okay. There was one small surprise. I didn't necessarily know the full story that well. So I didn't know necessarily where it was going. I didn't really know the full story I, either. I, I just... knew the general premise of the story, but yeah. I was like guessing on what was going to happen with certain people Yeah. in the I end. I knew the people that were going to die, and I had a very good idea. Even there's one person you know, if you know the story of the book, you know that this person is killed by this person. In this story. Okay. But literally all the other people, I was like, yeah, that one's going to die. And this is, like, I just, I don't know if it's just because I've seen Scorsese movies and I had a, a predicted mm-hmm. based on that, or if it was predictable. I can't really tell. Or they just weren't important enough characters. Yeah. So you're just like, well, you just know based off how they're Yeah. This really just didn't in. hit me like The Departed, where there's a part where you're like, oh, fuck, what just happened? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> I feel like... If I wanted to watch a Scorsese movie, I would just go back and watch Casino. Yeah, I don't. I have actually never seen Casino. What? Yeah. Oh. Sorry. I like okay. Scorsese movies. Luckily for you, we have Casino. Yeah. So. Is it on VHS? <laughs> no, it's actually two VHS tapes. Thank you very much. It is. One time I was at a yard sale, I think with Sarah, and we found it, and she was like, "Oh my god, it's Casino!" And it was like just just one. Just it was one half of the movie. Just half of it. We're like, what the fuck? Which okay. half? The first or the second? I don't remember, but we were just like, wait a minute, there should be another one. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that one. No, we have the digital on a, I don't know, something, yeah, whatever our yeah, yeah, yeah. collection of movies yeah, is. Yeah, movies anywhere, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll have to watch that at some point because I do very much enjoy Scorsese movies. I this one I just kind of like, eh, it's I fine. I can't actually remember how long. Isn't it like three and a half hours? I can't remember or how long Casino hours? is. I'm curious if it is three and a half hours, and I'm really just okay with it because, because I'm because it's good into that movie. It was interesting. No, can't remember Casino Royale, you dummy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, I think Irishman is getting more praise than I understand, but yeah. you know, I mean, obviously, everyone has their own opinion, so they're welcome to enjoy it. It's just I would rather go back to another Scorsese film if I'm going to watch mm-hmm. something that long. Two hours and 58 minutes for Casino. Okay. So about three hours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm done to check that Well, I mean, it's half an hour less. So. I know. It probably makes a huge difference, too. Yeah. Anyway. Well, like I said, this one, I felt like they could cut out a lot of shit. Yeah. And you remember all the complaining about how Anna... Anna Paquin? Paquin, yes. Thank yeah. you. Remember all the drama about, like, how some reporter was trying to make it into a thing that she only had, like, four lines in the film? Oh, God. 
I forgot about that. Remember Don't, that? You, thank you for bringing that up. Well, what fucking, a stupid complaint. Yeah, when you see the fucking film, it makes sense. She's nothing to she's do not, with it. She's not a part of the fucking she's film. She's also supposed to be fucking shy. Yeah. It's... Oh, that's a good point, too. <laughs> I, I didn't even think of that literally part. literally part of her character, yeah, it, but it's fine. The context of the movie has nothing to do with her, really. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of, that's like a that's side thing. That's a really good thing. point. I forgot all about that. Now I'm irritated at that person again. Yeah. <laughs> so... Because knowing that, I was kind of like, I was like, oh, what's going to be the thing with her? And like, she's not really a big part of the film. Yeah, whenever they were complaining about it. Yeah, I wonder why. I was like, oh, she must be like a girlfriend or a wife or something. Oh, so the scene she is in, she talks. Yeah. How weird. That's so weird. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We're getting too deep on here. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we don't have three and a half hours to talk about it. That's (laughs) true. Well, I mean, we're getting there. Not just that, anyway. Yeah. All right, and then the fourth film that we actually watched this week, uh, outside of the others that we just have seen at some point mm-hmm. for the contenders, Marriage Story. Yes. On Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's the one good thing about these two movies. We were able to watch we them on watch Netflix. Them at home. We didn't have to yeah. wear at the theater. So wear pajamas. So, you know, had our underwear great. on. Yeah. You know. Or didn't. Or didn't. <laughs> Getting our temperature yeah. taken. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's marriage story. Possible spoilers. Yeah, good call. Possible spoilers for marriage story. Yes. I knew it was not a fun movie. Right. Uh, I knew it was supposed to be a very sad tale. Uh, I guess depending how you perceive it, I guess. But overall, it's not something positive. Yeah. In people's lives, uh, you know, marriage. Yeah. <laughs> oh. No, this is pretty much about divorce. So I don't understand why they even call it marriage story because it's. It's really more about divorce, right? It's a divorce story. It was supposed to be. I assume that's because it was telling us the story of how their marriage that led to the divorce, theoretically. Yes, but I feel like it was it more really about didn't, their though. divorce. It was more about the divorce. The so. only part about their actual marriage was just the intro reading about yeah their relationship with each other. Yeah. 95% critic score on Rotten Tomato. 84% audience score. So very similar to Irishman. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was like a, what, a two and a half hour movie, so this felt like so, yeah. a breeze compared yeah. to. It's like, oh, it's already over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just took my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. This was Scarlett Johansson mm-hmm. and Adam Driver. Yes. <laughs> uh, so you know, the Disney movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Marvel and Star Wars. You know. That's the uh, get married the crossover. <laughs> yeah. This is the marriage of Kylo Disney. Kylo Ren and Black Widow get married. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not rule it out, right? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put Baz Disney at some point. They're like, yeah, separately, these things are kind of losing money now after twenty years. Yeah. Maybe we should just maybe we should marry merge them. them. Yeah. Just do like a joint universe with yeah. all of our shit now. Yeah. It's pretty much what CW did, isn't it? <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> They're like, I don't know if Riverdale's going to last. Let's just put it all in one universe so yeah. don't worry about it. Uh, all right. So this film was basically about their divorce mm-hmm. uh, and like kind of like the he said, she said aspect of... And how horrible divorce lawyers are. Right? Good the Lord. whole time I was like, man, I don't want to get divorced. <laughs> I don't want to deal with people like this. It was Not crazy. the fact that I would just be getting divorced. Yeah. It was... 
this is a terrible scenario to have to deal with these lawyers and how much money. Yeah. Oh my God. I would be so fucking cheap to get divorced. <laughs> I would just be miserable the rest of my yeah. life. Oh, I can't afford this. Yeah. I guess I'm stuck with her. Yeah. I just, I feel like it was <laughs> terrible because it's all because that one person recommended the lawyer and then that started the whole snowball situation because they both agreed they were going to do it civilly right. without going to court and all this crap. And then... And that's what I mean by like the whole like he said, she said shit. Because yeah. it's like you always hear somebody will say like, oh, well, she said this. And then that person's like, well, she's not saying that to me. Yeah. And so it's like, who the fuck's the liar? Yeah. Is she really fucking playing Two-Face? Is the lawyer being the Two-Face? Exactly. Like, who's the one lying? Mm-hmm. You know? And the, it just keeps getting worse and worse for all of them. Yeah. And then they're going through all this debt. So much debt just to begin. Which. Yeah. I did not understand how this is a thing. This yeah. is a real thing. Yeah. So the man pays 30%, well, at least in this scenario, of the woman's bills for the, the divorce fees. I thought that was just that they, I thought they referenced that as being a standard thing. It might thing just be a standard thing, but Because man... it's seen as they're providing for them or some shit. I don't know. I thought that was crazy. But you know what? In retrospect, if they're taking all of your money anyways, you might as well blow it all on the fucking divorce, right? True. Maybe that's like a certain circumstance for whatever they were in. But I thought they seemed to make it like it was a standard thing, which is crazy to me. Yeah. So, man, this movie was just really hard to watch in general. Um, I mean, they had a child involved, obviously. And the whole time, like, you're supposed to... I feel like they, they leaned the movie to be... They're both going through something sad and... You know, they're both victims of yeah. this situation. But, like, and I know I'm kind of biased because I'm a guy, but, like, I felt like she was the one causing all the problems um, uh, leading to the divorce and also in the divorce process. And I felt like he was legitly just, like, he may have been a selfish person as in, to an extent or something in the story. Yeah. But, like, I felt like he didn't really deserve all the shit that was happening to him. Yeah. Um, I, for the most part, I agree with you. It seems like most of the problems stemmed from her not being able to, like, uh, be her own person. She seemed like she's one of those people that, like, takes on the personality of whoever she's dating or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, there's those people that, like, adopt everything. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not even trying to say, like, she's at fault for the divorce or shouldn't have gotten divorced. I'm not trying to say, like, she didn't No, I know, I know. I, I was saying that I think that... Part of the problem with their relationship was because she wasn't able to make her own personality choices and and preferences and stand up for herself to him. Like she was kind of passive and then then getting mad at him for having opinions. Secretly mad about it. Yeah. And I get that. Okay. But like he said, he'd been on the couch for weeks or whatever. Well, within the context of their marriage, it's like both parties, you get like, you get the motives of what happened to you know or what they their actions were it obviously seems like the key in the whole situation is fucking communication if they had just been able to have honest conversations with each other and been able to compromise with each other then it wouldn't have led to divorce in my opinion but yeah because it seemed like they did really love each other yeah and that's the thing that was like you know there's mixed signals in the whole fucking movie where she's like i don't know she just did things where we're like i'm like you shouldn't be doing that if you're trying you literally just gave him divorce papers and now you're like being affectionate with him yeah yeah like as though nothing just went to shit in his life yeah like it doesn't make any sense and then like 10 minutes later where are you staying yeah (laughs) like i don't know It, it felt like she 
There was a lot of mixed Wanted animals. to be a victim for something that she took part in being part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, you And know. he also did his... He did seem to have the, like, my way or the highway. He's used to getting his way and was not accustomed to her saying, I want to do it this... He, he wasn't giving very, very many concessions, I guess, shall yeah. I say. I kind of took it more like he just didn't pay attention to her wanting other things because she probably didn't speak out loud enough about it. Yeah. like And if she they... just let it be and then he didn't think it was as big of an issue as it right. really was. Like they talked about it. Yeah. And then it went away and he was like, okay, cool, that's over. Yeah. And she in her head is like, oh, he's not listening to me. Mm-hmm. Instead, And so instead of speaking yeah. up about it, she just harbors it and whatever. So, yeah. again, communication. So, um, whatever. We're getting... Really well-acted film. Definitely. Uh, I think they both did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't wait to see what they do uh, with the Marvel-Star Wars crossover. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a small film uh, as far as, like, cast. You know, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a handful of people. It was just really a downer. Just, I don't know. You just, you know it's not ending well in the end. So, I would say I really enjoyed this film. I would give it probably four marriages <laughs> out of five. Yeah. Which is probably why there's a divorce. Because yeah. there's, uh, there's there's other women. There's other there's women. Other, there's other people. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I also was going to give it a four. So, I guess I'm just a poser again. Yeah. I yeah. mean... Just don't take it out on me after that. You yeah. just follow along with what I want. Yeah. I think it probably could have been a five, but I hated that kid. Yeah. The kid was really annoying uh, and just kind of a little shitbag. Yeah. He just was. I mean, I know he's supposed to be a little child, but like things he did just really bothered me. I was like, yeah. if, I, if you were my kid. Oh. Straight to the moon. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you could say that these days. Oh. <laughs> you got some splitting to do. <laughs> I don't think that's PC What's anymore. wrong with building my child a rocket ship? Yeah, because you love him so much. You <laughs> yeah. want him to, to experience want him to ex- all of experience life. Experience being an astronaut. And space. Yeah. <laughs> You're training him for being an astronaut? Yeah. I don't know what the problem is. Understandable. <laughs> Officer, he fell onto a moon rock. That's <laughs> what, what happened to his eye. <laughs> that's why it's bruised. It just conveniently hit. Yeah. So... Those are the four that we watched this week. Yes. Uh, and there's five other fucking films. Let's just do a quick rundown. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to talk. Remind you guys because we talked about them yeah. already. So Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was the next one. Mm-hmm. We saw that back, I think it was August, August I yeah. think it was. August. Uh, good film. I really enjoyed yeah. it. Very slow burn. Yeah. Um, your traditional Tarantino, long ass fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, more about the dialogue than the actual fucking what's happening. Right. Um. Really enjoyed that one. Yeah. I'd give it a... We're going to rate them. Just quick rates. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably give Once Upon a Time in Hollywood a... I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four out of five okay. times. I agree. <laughs> four out of five times. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's it's what you expect from a Tarantino film. Yeah. A great acting, I will yeah. say. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio did really well yeah, in their definitely. roles. Uh, there's that scene, you know, where Leonardo DiCaprio is doing his cowboy fucking yeah. episode or whatever for that show. Yeah. And he's tearing up. Yes. Talking to his little girl. Yeah. And like, it's so fucking unreal how yeah. good of an actor he is. Yeah. 
So you definitely need to be able to handle those kind of slow burn movies, though. Right. Yeah. Moving on. 1917. Yeah. Speaking of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did talk about this, I think, last week or the week before. Yeah. So we won't get too far into this one. Yeah. Uh, really enjoyed this film. Probably one of my top contenders, I'd say. Probably. So that was a five out of five for me. I agree. Uh, what? <laughs> Just said I agree. Oh. Because I'm fucking, I don't have an opinion of my own, apparently. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're really, really committing to that, aren't you? Yeah. It's bothering me. I'll just, I'm going to start letting you go first. That way you can just feel like it's your thing. Okay. Okay. Uh, actually, I don't know if we said, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 85 critic, 70 audience score. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Yeah. I feel fair. like most audience score would be like, or most of the audience would be like, oh, this is slow. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm bored. So I get it. Yeah. So 1917, definitely feel like. This is a a good contender for yeah. for winning this in my is mind. Strong, I really strong enjoyed one. this film. Great acting, uh, great cinematography. Yeah, everything about this yeah. film was just I don't want to say perfect because films the are just score was good. Yeah, yeah, it was very really well, very well done. Yeah. yeah, especially from something that just like a vague story told from somebody. And I literally was like, yeah, I'm, I don't care. Yeah, I, I didn't. It, really... it might have been made up. It might have <laughs> been. A real fucking story, but either way, it's it's a very compelling story. Yeah, I had absolutely no give shits to give yeah. to go see this, and because we were doing this for the podcast, I was like, "Holy fuck, this yeah. is really good!" And I really love that it's a World War One time period. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, you're so used to World War Two, it's it's refreshing to see World War One. Yeah, to not have Nazis everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the pre-Nazis, I guess. Mm, yeah, fair. The preenies. Yeah. Okay, so what would you rate it? I would rate it. Uh, five years. <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. And I'm going to also rate it five years. Okay. I'm curious if we're giving them what we gave them before. That's what I was wondering, too. I don't remember if I gave it a five. We are now. Yeah. So please, if we're inconsistent, write us and let us know. DTFpod at gmail.com. No, I'm going to have to go look to make sure I'm like a fucking fake ass fuck. <laughs> no, you definitely gave it a five last Okay. Time. I'm just not sure if I did. I think I yeah. might have given it a four. Well, I mean, just, I guess it doesn't matter if it's what we want to fucking give it now. Yeah, who so. gives a shit? My opinion might have changed. That's true. It's, that's not my problem. I have seen Joker a lot more. Yeah. So. Okay. Speaking of Joker. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true. Okay, so we saw Joker many times. Yeah. Uh, we did a whole episode on that, if yeah. you want to check that out. Yeah, it was a little bit earlier on in the podcast, so, yeah, so bear with us if we're weird. If it seems like we don't know what the <laughs> fuck we're doing, it's because we don't. It's because we didn't. <laughs> Probably still don't. Probably still don't. But, but we, at least we're more comfortable like with it. we've improved yeah. at least our comfort level in not doing what we're doing. So <laughs> Joker, surprising to me, is at a 68% yeah. Rotten Tomato. Francis. It's actually gone down since yeah. I uh, last checked it. I feel like the critics are just um, smelling their farts. And eighty-eight percent for the audience, audience score, which and is I fair. think it's more. That's totally fair. Actually, it might even be higher than I expected because I felt like when we were seeing it in theaters, people were like, "This is boring." I feel like it was opposite. I don't before. understand. This is boring. Yeah. Where's Batman? Yeah. You know, like people. <laughs> Where's were, Batman? I'm serious. There was people who legitimately were like, "I don't get it." There's no Batman. Okay. Even though it was very clear from the marketing that there's yeah. no fucking Batman in this movie. People are so dumb. Yeah. Um. So Joker. Phenomenal movie, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, really, really good movie. Um, what would you give it? I would give it a five. Jokes? Jokes. Okay. <laughs> I was trying to think of another thing, but yeah. that works. Five yeah. jokes. I, I'm going to have to go with five jokes as well. Yeah. I think this is a, a, a good contender. Yeah. In my mind, this is probably... 
I just don't know if it'll win. Yeah. Just because it's, yeah. you know, that genre. Yeah. That's my only concern. Yeah. I think I think it'll win for something, but I don't know if it'll yeah. win for Best Picture. Yeah. That's my thing. Yeah, I mean, it's in there for a lot of things. Yeah, so. it's in there for a bunch. Um, and for anybody interested, I wrote a review for the Joker movie for a website called popcultureleftovers.com, and I'm featured on Rotten Tomatoes as a critic review through that site. Uh, you could also find the same review on my personal site, classycatdad.com. So go check it out. Yeah. Uh, Jojo Rabbit was a nice surprise when yeah, we saw that. Yeah, it was really I, cool. I'm really excited All I knew was it. it was a satire on World War II. That's yeah. all I fucking knew. I was like, Hitler, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> I, I probably wouldn't be saying that, depending where you are. What I meant was... Hitler, satire, I'm in. <laughs> this Hitler guy seems like a pretty all right guy. I'm in. What, we're doing what? I just saw Taika Waititi dressed up as Hitler, and I was like, yep, sign me up. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a good sell point. Yeah. It's great, too, because he's like, you know you're not taking it seriously at yes. all. Yeah. So it's cool. It's cool. Yeah. It's a yeah. joke. Nobody it's cares. It's all good. We're good. Uh, I really enjoyed this. It had a lot of heart to it. It yeah. just was a very warm felt film and uh scarlett johansson yes also in this film again yeah she's in two of these films yeah and she's actually uh nominated for this one as well yeah yeah she did a great job in this role absolutely like i got play play a german mother more often please yeah (laughs) you had my you had my fucking heart yeah you know so uh jojo rabbit had an 80 percent tomato meter and 95 percent audience score which is probably I'm really surprised how low that is for, for critic critics. score. Me too. Um, but the audience score is on point. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm impressed. Because I actually, when it first, early on, I think people weren't receiving it as well. Because people were too dumb, I think. I kind of wonder if maybe it's that um, Marvel mentality. Well, not well, not Marvel. Like, that uh, lumping mentality of, like, what he does, what he does yeah. outside of this. And yeah. so it, maybe that subconsciously lowers their... Yeah view on this film because they know he does mm-hmm. like marvel superhero movies and yeah you know, stuff like that yeah um i really liked this movie i would i would uh i would give it a five rabbits yeah pesky wabbits yeah <laughs> five pesky wabbits <laughs> well i'm not gonna give it five pesky wabbits okay i'm gonna give it five pleasant wabbits Pleasant. Oh, I was like, present? <laughs> I get it. I was just trying to figure out the word. <laughs> Pleasant rabbits. Okay. That's I fair. loved this film. Yeah, me too. It's one of the only films that I can remember in which I both laughed and cried. Yeah, I I, yeah. I, I think scene to scene, it, yeah, we did that. I think so one insane. scene made you cry and the next one made you laugh right You're after. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not ready to be happy yeah. again. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't right. <laughs> Uh, and then lastly, we saw Ford vs. Ferrari, uh, and that was like months ago, I think. It was, I won't say it was around Christmas time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually shocked at this score. Wow, yeah. 92 critic and 98 audience. That's really impressive. Uh, but at the same time, we should probably take into consideration, the audience score is probably going to be based off people who want to see the film. Fair point. And yeah. so they're more likely to like the film. Yeah. So car people. Yeah. Car people I kind of what I was thinking is I wonder if yeah. it's like 
mostly car people. Because 98% doesn't tell you the pool of people. It just says out of all the people who right. rated this That's film. That's a good point, yeah. So a lot of people could just not have given a fuck. Right. Or it did really well I mean, it, with a lot was, of people. It was very good. Um, I mean, well I know acted. I don't give a shit about cars other yeah. than does it work? Can I get where I need to go? Yeah. And <laughs> I... <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's not wrong. Okay. <laughs> and I really enjoyed this film. Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about what they were talking about, but like, I feel like it did a great job of helping the general audience understand yeah, what the fuck it, they, they were they made it referring not, to and what was going on. They and made stuff. it not matter how how little car yeah. knowledge you had. Yeah, it was a good film. Yeah. Uh, and again, uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bale mm-hmm. both did really amazing jobs yeah. with their role. Yeah. Christian Bale specifically was just amazing. Incredible, yeah. Like, I truly felt like he was this character. Yeah. Like, you, you he clearly looks like the same mm-hmm. guy you see all the time, but yeah. he felt like the character. So, it was a real good movie. Uh, I'm trying to think what I would give it, though. I'm going to give it four Ferraris. I kind of feel like talk about it more. I don't remember what I gave it to be honest. I don't. I know it was higher. I think I'm gonna say five. I'm gonna be honest. I'm just gonna give it a five. Okay. In retrospect, I feel like I really enjoyed the film. I didn't. I did too. So, uh, I might have given it a five the first time. I'm gonna give it a five. But in in the current pack that we've got going, I'm giving it a four. I'm gonna give it five uh, trophies. What? You know, because they got trophies for their fucking okay. race, right? All right, sure. Well, the race was to get a trophy. Yeah. So, yeah. fuck it. They got tr- they got five trophies. Okay. Well, I'd rather have five Ferraris, personally. Okay. I mean, that's valid, but... <laughs> or would you rather have Fords? Uh, I'm probably going to go with Ferraris. As far as value? If I had to choose, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's five Shelby Cobras. Yeah, then... or the GT. Uh, yeah, the Ford GT. GT, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, but I, I would probably want five of those. Can we just like do two Ferraris and three of those or something? Like, <laughs> we'll talk to our agents. We'll look, we'll see what negotiations we can it's get. Just value wise, I think we could get more That's out of true. Ferraris. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But we'll, where will we store them though? We don't even have room we for would one sell car them in our immediately. garage. Okay, yeah. valid point. <laughs> I really valued this film, but I'm selling my cars. We could keep one. And then sell the rest for profit. We'll keep two. That way, in case shit hits the fan at some point in life, yeah. we can sell the other one. The other one. Okay, got it. You know, it's like the lottery thing. You don't want right. to, like, get all the money at once right. and then waste it yeah. on, like, candy. Candy. <laughs> you won $5,000. Okay, how many Snickers do you have? <laughs> you know? Like, you yeah. get it in, like, payments and then it's yeah. always there, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah, All I'm right. really curious now what we did as far as like uh, whether we're the same or different than what we had I mean, originally. We'll now to... I'm going to go back and like score them, see yeah. who won. Yeah. Being like, you know, see consistent. Who won. Oh, yeah. Won Which the, one of us was the most consistent? The, the championship of consistency. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let me know. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously I'm just so, going to tell you that I won. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> Okay, so... Oh, yeah, you got, like, none. Yeah. You hated all of them originally. (laughs) So, to close up this episode, we are going to... Let's let's talk about our... uh, Who we want to win for Best Picture, and then who we actually think is going to win. Okay. Start it off. Okay. Um, I think the top three contenders are Parasite, 1917, and Joker. 
I think that 1917 probably will win based on It's a stuff. safe bet because it's a, a period piece. Yeah, yeah. Military. But I know, would really film. I would prefer it. I'm not going to choose for my top 3. Um I think that Jojo Rabbit should win. Okay, but it's not I don't your top think three. it's going to, but I I would like it to cuz I think it's it's my favorite out of all of these. Okay. Okay. I think the top 3 nominees, I think that the best chances are going to be 1917, Jojo Rabbit, and Marriage Story. Okay. I think those three are the top choices for what's going to get likely to win. Okay. And I think within that, the winner is going to be 1917. Yeah. I feel like that's just it kind seems of like it's no-brainer. Yeah. Um, what I want to win yeah. is Joker. Yeah, that's fair. Because I think it holds itself up with the other films. Uh-huh. But because it's in the genre that it is, I don't think it's going to be taken seriously enough. That's fair. I think the actors will be taken yeah. seriously I think for their performances, but I don't think the film will be taken seriously. Right. It would be cool if it won so that people could get over their stupid fucking bullshit. Yes. And plus, if uh, Black Panther can get, you know, What's nominated. Visual effects? I uh, believe so. Or costume design. I think it was probably both. Okay. But wasn't it in like a best picture category for some trash? Oh, it might have been. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel. It's a good movie. <laughs> it's a good Marvel movie, but it's not the best Marvel movie. Yeah. Let alone movie. Uh, agreed. That's all I have to say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was a perfectly fine fucking film. Yeah. But I think it had a movement behind it, which mm-hmm. made it seem like it was a better film than it really was. Right. That said... I mean, I'm looking forward to a Black Panther too. Yeah, definitely. Maybe it wasn't. I I could swear it was in a Best Picture nominee. Not necessarily the final thing, but I think it was in the running at a point. Unless I just misremember that. But yeah, so I think Joker would be a great film to win because I think it holds itself up with the others. And if it did win, it would be a good move for the industry to start accepting these kind of films as legitimate pieces of art and work you know assuming they are you know obviously you're not going to give something like suicide squad the right i mean i guess they did but that Uh, was costume so you were correct uh black panther was nominated for um best picture what were the other nominees in that Uh, in addition to best picture it was uh nominated for original score original song costume design production design sound editing and sound mixing oh i i meant i meant what were the other nominees for best picture oh oh sorry for the, it was 2018, was it? 2019. So it was for 2018. Oh, February. That's right. It yeah. was early in the year because it was a part of Black History Month. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Wow. We had a lot of Marvel movies in 2019 then. That's why I was thinking 2018 because I felt yeah. like there were so many in 19 already. Okay. Oh, yeah. This is the year that I saw almost none of these. Uh, the Shape of Water. That, I think, is the one that won. Yeah. Um, Darkest Hour. Dunkirk. Another military both, movie. Uh, both of those are, I think, military yeah. war movies. Uh, Phantom Thread, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Okay. Uh, Get Out, The Post, Call Me By Your Name, and Lady Bird. Saoirse Ronan is in that one, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I had I had literally I'm didn't see any of those. I'm surprised that Get Out is on that list as well. I think it was just... Like, it was a good movie, but I don't know how that was a 
contender to be honest people like shit themselves about that movie like that's why i thought i wanted to see it because it was like a huge big it deal was, it was a and good then when movie. i learned what they that it was a like horror movie i was like never mind I'm it's good. not really a horror movie it's mm. the tone of one but it's really not it's more of a suspenseful thriller i'd say okay well anyway yeah i don't think i saw any of the nominees okay well i mean they're in the past anyways yeah the trash nobody fucking cares about them yeah we're in the now bitches yeah so uh, we're gonna tally these up uh see who who had the most consistent uh review for a champion a championship yeah maybe we'll make like a belt even you know yeah the real consistency belt and then uh we will also keep tally of what we wanted to win and thought would win and all that shit and we'll we'll see what what comes up come sunday i guess huh yeah. During Oscar night. And we'll come back with our next episode and give the results. Sounds like a plan? Yeah. Sounds great. Let's do it. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Uh, thank you for sitting through a very long episode. Yeah. Much longer than we had ideally planned to be. Yeah. Although that seems to be something I say every fucking it, week. It does, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> I guess I just really like talking about movies, TV, and games. How weird. I should start... A podcast where I just talk about them. That's a pretty good idea. You should check that out. I'll look into it. All right. Uh, If you guys are still listening, we appreciate your time. And we would hope that you would give us a rating on iTunes or a review. Um, You should subscribe, follow, share, etc. Yeah, definitely share. Yeah, share it. If you don't have a login to to leave a review on iTunes, tunes or yeah. whatever the hell it's called these days yeah if you're a more passive listener yeah at the very least just, yeah, just share it on social media be like hey i listened to this podcast with this really cool guy and his like copycat wife <laughs> yeah um or if you want to give us some more direct feedback you can send us an email at dtfpod at gmail.com we would appreciate any suggestions or feedback you have for us and we would love to hear from you you can also find us on dtfcast.com, or you can follow Steven on social media. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at ClassyCatDad. <laughs> Especially if you like cats. Yeah, you keep telling people that. Yeah. Well, it's fairly <laughs> obvious by the name, yeah. but if people like cats, they should check you out, because you I post pictures some, of cats a lot. I had some pretty good tweets and yeah. such uh, during the Super Bowl. I thought they yeah. were pretty good. Yeah. They were I, pretty decent. Yeah. I posted... A video of all my cats like and watching the game with me. Uh-huh. I I tagged it the Super Bowl. Yeah. And told people that I was not kitten around. Yeah. Or something like that. Something, yeah. It's been a while. I don't remember what I said. I know. It's been over twenty four hours. A lot of people enjoyed it. <laughs> and I had some jokes in there about the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm gonna try to be more active on social media. Yeah. Kinda my thing now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll start a podcast related to all the stuff I fucking tweet about. If we're lucky. You'll have to let me know what you call it so I can listen. Yeah, maybe. Might have to get on the, the waiting list. It's yeah. Kind of a, it's kind of a popular podcast. I can't just let anybody listen. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for joining us for episode 18 of Dissecting This Fiction. Yeah, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with a lot of Oscar talk. Indeed. As though you didn't get enough here. Yep. <laughs> well, bye bye. <laughs>